Welcome back, everybody, to The Talk Shop, Season 7, Episode 8. I just deleted all of my old ones. I don't... <laughs> I don't have. Usually, oh, I, sorry. I, nine. It's episode nine. I have the other one on my desktop <laughs> right now. So we're on episode nine. That was a fake out. Just so you know. Usually, I have uh, the file name on my desktop. I can just look at that. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I'm Tom. Joined today by Corey. Eh, I'm not feeling it tonight. No. Okay. No. Oh, come on, I'm man. I'm not feeling it. No. It's the ninth episode of the season. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta feel it. It's, a an, it's the ninth episode, and then, quite frankly, you know, the sex is stale. The you don't look at me like you used to. Uh, we're just going. Well, we don't have cameras set up. We're just going through the motions at this point. I, I see it. You see it. You know. Are you breaking up with the talk shop? No, no, no. But I mean, we definitely need podcast counseling. Okay. Well. I was afraid you were going to ask for this. I think we can work this out on our own, don't you? No, we need professional help. No, no, no. Like, what, what's bothering you specifically? I, I swear I can do better. I can adjust. We can work through this. It's just, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm talking and you're talking, but we're not really communicating. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do about that? What if you're not saying anything interesting? Well, see, that's the whole point. When we started this podcast, you thought everything I said was interesting. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I've heard the same stories so many times now. I just wish you'd bring something fresh to the table. You never take me anywhere anymore. Okay, that one time when we were going (laughs) to go to Chuck E. Cheese, it was during lockdown, so it was closed. I couldn't. We couldn't go there know, even if we wanted to. But COVID's to. over and still no Chuck E. Cheese. All right. You know, sometimes I, I, I start something like, hey, guys, this one time when I was in the army and you don't even get a chub anymore. You don't even. It's just. Well, and the problem is now, Sam, even if he takes you to Chuck E. Cheese now, it's going to feel like he's only doing it because of this conversation, not because he wanted to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's not true. I, I want to take you to Chuck E. Cheese. And I believe that you wish that you wanted to. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm Sam. I am Sam. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lamau. Hey, relationship I, jokes. I'm just kidding. I still have a raging, raging erection for talking to you boys and recording it so that two or three of our mutual friends can listen to it and hopefully have a slightly better time doing whatever they're doing. Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah! We're the light beer of podcasts. You're not you're not gonna. Absolutely. Nobody's gonna brag about the fact that they have consumed us, but maybe we make things a little bit better when they do. We're for coasting, okay? Yeah. We're not doing anything crazy or innovative. We're yep. but we it's old reliable. I would say that we were slightly ahead of the curve though, because now the joke is that everybody has a podcast. But we've been doing this True. for years. We were like part of that early wave. That's uh, true, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, fuck off, all you fucking zoomers. That's because uh, Tom and Corey had the technical know-how to knew, and I think it was mostly Tom. Actually, I don't even know if I can give Corey yep. credit for it. Tom knew no, how. Don't give me Tom had the technical know-how to get this up and running, like before somebody made a, a um, I don't know, a destructoid or or a AV Club article about how easy it is. Yeah, I signed up for Podbean. 
And that's it. <laughs> More than any of us did. Ooh, Lord. Well, what's been going on the past two weeks? Let's take a look at the topic list. Mm. The patented staff report topic list. <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. We, uh, Sam, I believe you have the first one. Oh. I, I believe it's Morbin time. Oh yeah, no, it's so funny, and this is just another. <laughs> this is just another thing that's already happened that everybody's talked about to death. That I, but yeah, it, yeah, just, yeah. it just makes me laugh so hard because. So if you don't know, <laughs> Morbius is just apparently it's terrible. I haven't seen it. It's the new. Uh, is it like the DC Universe movie? Is that who? Oh, it's Marvel. No, Marvel. Dog. Is it Marvel? Yeah, oh, Morbius yeah. is Marvel. Like an actual Marvel, but it wasn't made by Marvel. It's Sony. Sony made it, right? It's well, a Sony. Sony Marvel. Like they get, they still can do like Venom and like the uh, these weird offshoot ones. But it's not like an official MCU. Like it's not a big rollout. That's like, correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. That's correct. Um, <laughs> and apparently it's terrible. It's it starts everybody's like favorite douchebag Jared Leto, <laughs> who, you know, I think that people just put him in movies at this point because he's got like the anti-fame. Like people just know that they're gonna get. <laughs> People know that they're going to get some tabloid-worthy stories of working with the guy, so they put him in, you know, just, it's it's the hate screw of Hollywood casting. Um, but apparently it's just absolutely awful, or, or not even, like, the fun kind of awful. It's just bad. And <laughs> somewhere along the line in Twitter, after it bombed out of theaters the first time and probably made, like, I don't know, $60,000 or something pathetic. Not its budget. <laughs> it was, like, 80, 83000 yeah, Not, or not so, its yeah. budget at all. Holy like, it, it truly, did, like, bombed. That's like one person on that, the the crew. Yeah. That's their salary. <clears throat> that well, was the, sorry, I missed the first part. Sam, you said that was the re-release, right? No, the, I'm talking about the first release. The first. Oh, release. the first release. I, the movie made money. Oh, did it actually make a profit? Yeah, the thing that happened was, it, well, I think it broke at least domestically. It like broke even. Oh sure. Um, and then they they took it out of theaters because it came out in, like March. Um, and then. The, all the stupid Morbius memes. On the, so the glorious internet yeah. decided that it was just the right kind of bad to to turn into literally a viral meme, and the one that that's like most famous is it's Morbin time, and I mean it, 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 the the meme is that that's a line that he never says in the movie. <laughs> he never says it's Morbin time. <laughs> it is really just funny. And he never says it. There but are a lot like of people, edits. yeah, There's but people, like, keep, yeah, people keep editing it and uploading like. Like really poorly produced clips of like here no he actually says it here's the proof and it's just yeah. someone just like vo- like doing their own vo of him it's morbid time it's mo- yeah it's morbid <laughs> it's not even funny but it's fucking no, funny. it's 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 my kind of funny I don't know I'm always down for that kind of a joke and then they slip it into other movies so it's like uh you know like uh Infinity War when. Thanos yeah. is like, I am inevitable, <laughs> and then it'll flash over to him. He's like, it's Morbin time. <laughs> and then, like, the audience, because it's real footage from, like, when that happened in the theaters, the audience just goes nuts. That stuff's funny. Like, I don't care. That stuff, it, I it is. Out of it. Well, it got so popular that Sony, and I love the fact that there's, like, probably 60, 70-year-old dudes who just, they're just, like, they understand the internet as a concept, but can't understand just how malicious it is. Or like context for yeah, yeah. <laughs> some Sony executive yeah. So all they hear is that Morbius has gotten a second wind. That it's got it's viral on the internet. So They're loving it. <laughs> the kids a, love Morbius. It's a cult it's classic. It's true. We got to get it back into theaters. So they it's gonna be like Bill and Ted. So these folks rolled it back into theaters, 
And then it bombed, and it only made a like national theater, like in national, like yeah. thousands of theaters, and it made like eighty grand in like a <laughs> like the full week or something. Like just nobody's <laughs> not like oh my God. this was a this was a bit this was a spicy like uh, r- white hot meme. Okay, everybody knew about the Morbius meme, and still nobody saw this fucking movie. Oh my God, <laughs> no, <to laughs> that's ins- an ice cold bath to take. To add insult to injury, now. <laughs> There's one of those uh those big like movements that you can sign like to get signatures to make things happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's petition one with like, whatever. Yeah, petition. There's a petition with like three hundred thousand signatures, and literally <laughs> the title of it is, "We were all busy that weekend. Bring it back one more time. We swear we'll see it." Lamau. <laughs> uh, ah, uh, that's some catharsis. It is. I, this I'm gonna skip ahead in the topic list because it transitions to mine. Yeah. one of mine. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. It, it transitions to mine. Yeah. All topics lead to Corey. True. Just like actually, fucking true. Okay. <laughs> what is? Why are vampires so big now? What happened? Are vampires big right now? What was like the collective right now? I thought yeah. that they were like not big because I thought they got they big were... during the Twilight Resurgence and now they'd like nah oh, nah. They, I'm telling you, okay, they made Morbius, okay? They <laughs> yeah. uh, There's that V Rising game that's really, really popular, that, like, Diablo clone. I think that's just that's supposed really to be a big. good game. I haven't played it. Uh, everybody's hyped. They're, re- they're doing that Vampire the Masquerade game remake. Everybody's really hyped yeah, about that. Yeah, but those are, like, cult-following fans, I um, think, that are hyped. Bethesda's making Redfall, which is literally just Left for Dead with vampires. Okay. I, I, that does To me, you still haven't sold the vampires are big right now. It sounds to me like they're media get, is trying to make big. vampires big. Yes, uh, we're we're like, uh, we're where zombies were in like 2010. Yeah, it sounds to uh, me like no, I don't think we are. The, zombies like proliferated everything. Yes, they proliferated, but in 2010 they were prolifer- proliferating. I think I think the I think we're in the the present tense of the vampires getting big. I, I don't know. I don't see it. I really like, think the development like, cycle of these every things was just dumbass behind. app on the app store was something about zombies and like <laughs> every forty year old woman true. that like loved fucking uh, Norman Reedus. Was yeah. Like, oh, okay. I'm not oh, saying I'm gonna get the, the I'm gonna get the zombie uh, the pedometer app where the zombie in hazmat tells suit. me if the if it, it tells me if the zombies caught me when i was on my morning jog like that was like a thing <laughs> like it was everything and it was like video games tv movies like that was the yes, hot yes. shit and i'm not seeing that happening right now yeah, i completely disagree i don't with think your i don't think it's gonna be zombie big okay it's not gonna be walking dead big that's like once in a generation like phenomenon okay but it's okay. going to get big I don't think so. I don't know. I don't see that. I don't know, man. Morbius bombed twice, and it's certainly just because it was shitty. Certainly, nobody's nobody's talking about it because it's about a vampire. It didn't bomb because of. As vampires. a matter of fact, I think that was a big reason people didn't see it was because it was like the vampire thing again. The I don't mm. I don't know a lot about the vampire rising thing, the V rising or whatever. I just know that supposedly it's a good game, but I mean, yep. It's just because it's there's not a whole lot out right now. But I, again, I don't think anybody went to play that because it's about vampires. Uh, um, no, I, I I mean I don't think people didn't I, like if we're gonna use that logic. I don't think people play zombie games because there's zombies in them. I think that's something that attracts people to them. But it's there's still like okay, then why was Dead Island shit? That, that's all that game was. Because it wasn't everybody good. hate. Yeah, exactly. They weren't just playing it because there were zombies in it. It was a now, shit game. I think that's, that's what why attracted the initial it. people. And then yeah, it was bad, yeah. so it didn't catch on. <laughs> I don't. 
It, that you were making like, like right an anti-argument. The... I don't no, 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 no. You said that people just played it because, or, uh, uh, um, I forget what the it was like a counterpositive. I forget what the exact phrase. No, my was, thing was like, that it's just a good game. V Rising is just a good game. I don't. I have not. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not, not like it because it has vampires. Yeah, it's yeah, not sure. even called like vampire. It's called. Yeah, I don't but know. it's but people are playing it because it's good and they're but. Yeah. You know, the implication being something about the premise probably appealed to people, which could be... Or the gameplay. The gameplay like, or the setting. There. Yeah. There's sure, nothing, okay, well, yeah. if it's the gameplay, it has nothing to do with the vampires, then. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it could be either. People play games for a bunch of different reasons. I'm sure I'm, I'm, I think you're overvaluing yeah, the think, amount of, like, vampire lust there is in, like, the general I think you've seen audience. a couple vampire things and... Haven't been outside uh, listen, the house at all. I just think it's. I just when think it's interesting. I just think it's interesting that I <laughs> nobody hears. There's no vampire at fucking anything for years. There's like Twilight and everybody. As, we meet it into the. As somebody who can't we, work from shut home. the fuck up. We meet it into the. We meet it into the ground. Okay, and then all of a sudden, leave the in the same sometimes. like three month period, all of these big z- vampire things are coming out all at the same time. All I just I'm think that's interesting. It seems like someone's trying to make it big. Somebody has to open the okay. door and get in a car and drive somewhere else and get out of the car and be in the well, sun sometimes. I don't hear a lot of vampire buzz. Maybe. Well, so, see, here's the thing. We're, we're talking about two different things. We're talking about the media writ large, like uh, game developers, production companies, everything, trying to make vampires a thing again. And yeah. vampires actually being a thing, which they aren't. Most assuredly, no, I think I 100 believe. And, that I'm, people and I'm not media, saying that they are people yeah. in charge in the media. were like, well, okay, we've well, then what the are we zombies arguing about? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, but you're or at least Sam is saying that they're not going to be big, and I think that they might. No, actually I've, make I've it said this that time. they're not big. You said Currently. if we rewind this conversation, yeah. you were like, vampires I said that are they huge were right now. I said they were getting huge. <laughs> Good thing this is a recorded <laughs> medium. Good like thing I'm like really like I'm getting huge right now in this conversation. <laughs> if you right. said like Very good. I predict in a year all of this vampire stuff is going to catch on, then I would have been like, let's find out. You were like vampires are huge right now, and I I don't see that, but maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I want to I want to revisit this one in a year. All right. <laughs> I'm down. Well, hey, I'm fine with that. If it's a prediction thing, that's fine. But yeah, I agree with Sam. I think you were talking about how vampires are huge right now, which is not, which is not true at all. They're huge relative to where they were at any other point ever. No, <laughs> they were no. They're what, okay, okay. Of in, in our, age. Okay, come in, on now. In our life, was a vampire. None of us gave a fuck about Dracula. Twilight. <laughs> Yeah, it's because we didn't give that's a shit about us. Twilight. That's didn't that, mean like millions about, of other tween yeah, girls didn't give a shit about that pathos, shit. Not us. Would you? Uh, is it even fair to say that vampires were big during Twilight? I mean, there were other times when they definitely like Dracula. Like you're saying, that's definitely true. But like during Twilight, yeah, is that even fair were to say? Pretending they were vampires, they were catching like the mental illness where they thought that they were. It it was really bad for a while. Would you say that yeah, werewolves like were the big then too? Kids. Uh. uh Werewolves. Have I don't think really you can have one without the other. The problem with werewolves. The problem with werewolves is that they don't have. So like vampires are sexy, right? They live forever. They literally they they constantly dance for danger. Their way through eternal yeah, life. Yeah, true. You know, they have to like literally nibble on your neck and give you a little kiss, and that's how they feed. But like you know that they want to devour you, but they have to hold themselves back. Like I would, I would have sex with a vampire. I'm gonna clip that. It's <laughs> gonna be my ringtone. <laughs> I would have sex with a vampire. <laughs> I would love to be watching. Can you be like, into va- can you be into werewolves without being a furry? 
Is that like is that uh, is that like a fine line to walk, or can you just not do one without the other? The werewolf thing, first of all, they don't really have a conflict. They turn into wolves and they just tear you apart. There's nothing really too sexy about it. The only thing I could see is like maybe a small subpopulation just like, oh, I'm getting raw dogged by a literal raw dog. Like I don't know. I could see like that animalistic. Like (laughs) if you're thinking of like like, uh, uh, conflict, Uh. right? So like vampires are like these eternal beings, right? That live forever. And they abide by a certain set of rules, but they can survive, and they they can trick like the average person into like thinking they're not vampires, and like there's a bunch of intrigue involved with that. Werewolves are like, oh, I can't be out when there's a full moon, and then everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, oh, the full moon, and then he turns into a wolf and then just kills everybody. That's not there's not like the same level of like intrigue, in intrigue, intrigue and like interest or surrounding werewolves i think i think it's just more of a simplistic version of vampires and maybe i'm gonna get lit up for that but i don't pay attention to anything on the internet so mm. save your comments oh and also midnight Mass. Hard, JK no, actually, that was that that just came out too if you're the small uh venn diagram of people that love werewolves and listen to this podcast and you want to defend the werewolf mythos yeah get on man i'll read it yeah Oh, a silver bullet can kill me? Oh, big fucking deal. Vampires can die, like, way more ways a human yeah, can. Yeah, werewolves are a great like, supplement <laughs> monster. Like, they just are. They're never going to be, like, the star. Yeah. Nobody, like, when people think of, like, horror icons, they think of, like, Dracula, the swamp thing, or, like, the thing, creature from Black Lagoon. The birds. Frankenstein. <laughs> the birds. And nobody Hillary was Clinton. like, oh, Wolfman. Am I right? Wolfman's the guy for me. Hillary and, Clinton. Yeah, Hillary Clinton, lizard people. <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Are we a? You are right. Are we a, You're correct. Are we a a good podcast now? Yeah. Take <laughs> yeah, that, Hillary uh-huh. Clinton. No one ever <laughs> makes fun of you. I really twisted that screw. Lamau. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just bring up something completely unrelated? Yeah. So we moved recently. Mm-hmm. We're in a quiet suburban neighborhood, like the picturesque suburban neighborhood. Tell me you're white without telling me you're white. Go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Are you it, complaining about be. your privilege? No, I'm I'm uh, celebrating the fact that there's so many white people around me. Just mm, kidding. Okay. Interesting. Just in case, Go ahead. like this running theme of me being racist is actually <laughs> taking root in some people's minds. This is a joke. This is satirical. Yeah, this All is right. the one time there's a ton of smoke, but there isn't a fire. <laughs> I just think it's funny that, uh, you know, he's always joking about the same thing. I just think that's kind of weird. But go ahead. But it's funny, but it's weird. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, uh, the thing I was going to bring up is it's completely quiet, which is weird because we used to live not like in a metro. Well, we were in the metro area, but we weren't like downtown or anything. Yeah, you were like, like right on. Yeah. You were close. We were like on the border. Yeah. Um, and it was loud. I mean, the street was loud. There's big trucks driving by all the time, you know, like that kind of stuff. People on motorcycles, all that. Whatever. It's just kind of loud. This place is like super quiet. Our neighbors start like hooting and, howl- <laughs> and howling randomly throughout the day. Like a Longmont Potion Castle? <laughs> just hooting and hollering? Yeah. Like just... Just screeching, yelling, screaming, and uh, it turns out they're deaf. Oh, my God. Okay. Which I think is 
possibly the funniest twist <laughs> of all things. Okay, I like how. Okay, what kind of noises are we talking about here? <clears throat> well, they can't hear me, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Throughout the day, and sometimes it's just, <laughs> can I just like can I like just like something? like Walking Dead extra noises. I really feel like okay. I need yes. to say this. Um, yeah. Go ahead. My grandparents are deaf. If you didn't know. Yeah. That. All right. Uh, are they screeching? No. I, what I was going to say is <laughs> that was one of the most accurate deaf person noises <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> Like I mean, like that, that raw that just abandon. The story. No, that raw abandon. That like you can tell they've never heard. They've never had to form a noise into anything. Like you know how like even a scream, you've it's kind of like you've been cognitively uh, designed to turn it into something to get attention, right? To like conform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They just don't have that. It's literally just noise. <laughs> like that. And was... see, like I'm I'm sitting here with in in uh, the office I record and with the window open and I'm making those noises and I know the neighbors are just like, oh, they're at it again. <laughs> like, I, I know. And it's it's so strange to me that the loudest people on our block are deaf. I just find that it's just the irony. so strange. Yeah, the, uh, yeah it's that's, the that's sheer irony funny. of that. The loudest people are the deaf people. <laughs> and they have uh, two dogs. And uh, they have different screeches for the dogs, each dog, like okay. their names. Mm. And the dogs and, know. And that's I, I, actually I, hilarious. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, so like that's that's it makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. The dog doesn't know that they're that they're yeah. not saying real words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. And then it just makes you appreciate dogs even more. True. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. It's just very odd. Like, they'll just start uh, screeching and stuff. And, like, the instinct is, like, you know, you hush and you're like, what are they talking about? But, like, you don't have to do that. They're deaf. No, I get it. It's like how the, sex- <laughs> the sexiest people on my block are the dead ones. Yeah. <laughs> True. <clears throat> I've seen them. Sam showed them to me. Sam lives in a cemetery. He lives in a mausoleum. <laughs> Lie in the grass next to the mausoleum. I'm having sex with the dead folks because I'm a necromaniac. That didn't work. That joke didn't go anywhere. Necrophile, actually, I think is the, the word. That but joke, that, yeah, what, would, what would necromania be? <laughs> like not being able can't to stop, stop killing people? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, I, I need to know if this is a word. You go to a funeral, you just can't help yourself. Necromaniac. It's a morbid preoccupation with corpses, usually including sexual desire for dead bodies, and a morbid Wait, interest yeah, in see? funerals, morgues, autopsies, and cemeteries. I'm pretty sure I was right on that one then. So anybody who's like obsessed with Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, those people are so weird. I don't even feel it's just, ashamed it's a, it's, saying it. It's the easiest way. To, it's... Human beings as a whole, having a real like three-dimensional life is very hard. So we like to take the shortcut and find something quirky and unique and make that our whole personality, right? And yeah, True. the Nightmare Before Christmas is just a really easy way <laughs> to do that. I love it because it's like you can watch it on Halloween and you can watch it on Christmas. It's not like your it's typical like, Christmas movie. No, this one. It's like different. so perfect. I'm not like the other girls. <laughs> If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. 
If you don't deserve me at my Jared Leto. Oh, no, if you can't handle me at my Jared Leto, you don't deserve me at my Morbin time. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, my. Hey. Hey. Did y'all hear? What? Who what? The Boys is back. Oh, The Boys. Oh, my God. I haven't watched it. Fuck. I needed I really it. Want to. I needed it. Inject yeah. it into my vein. It is so good. It's really good <laughs> it, this it season, is too. Is it the last superhero thing that any of us care about? Is there anything yes. else? That's a good question. I th- uh, For me, I'm speaking personally, yes, absolutely. I'm so sick of superhero shit. But the way that this series just like makes fun of the whole yeah. situation is like so glorious and wonderful. There's a show the called Invincible th- on Amazon that's pretty good, too. It's kind of like the same thing. I kind of like that one, too. You talked about that. I know. I still haven't watched it. It's, it's the it's animated a, one. Yeah, right? it's in the same. I mean, it's worth your time. If you're if you're done with the boys and you're looking for something else to kind of scratch that same itch, Invincible is good too. I'll check that out. But I think that's it. I I can't think of any like the MCU. I can't think of anything like a movie that would come out that I'd be like, oh my god, I gotta see it right now. Oh my god, the thing has its own spinoff show on Disney Plus. The credits will roll, and then a portal will open, and somebody will come out and go, "I'm zippity dippity," and then the whole audience will go crazy. And <gasps> he's from the comics. He's from the comics, guys. Can I, I just, remember reading that. Can I just comic. tell you, I am so sick of just everything. Can I just be honest on this <laughs> podcast for a minute? I kind of hate every. I woke up. No, the other you day, can't be honest on I this woke podcast. Up, I woke up the other day, and I. My alarm went off, and I had like a little notification. I clicked on it, took me to Facebook, and it was like pictures from a wedding. And it just like I don't know why, but suddenly it hit me like a sledgehammer. How much of our lives in the modern age is just going to a place where we can put a picture and put it online, and prove somehow that we've done something to contribute to this social sphere that we're in, even though it's all lost its soul. Because all it is now is just going to get the picture so that you can post it for the likes from the people that were at the event with you. And like yeah. somehow I don't know some like even at work and everything, it's just what are we doing? <laughs> we I've run spinning, out of gas. Spinning wheels. I have one hundred percent run out of gas for my own existence. If it wasn't for my daughter and my wife, I would be like worried about me <laughs> because like I just <laughs> I don't know. My world is in like real talk. My world is in black and white right now. I don't get why we do anything. What do you mean? We got you existential crisis, Sam here. I don't you even don't, know if I uh, call it an existential crisis. It's just like, I don't know, just what like you're confused about just working day to day, every day, all day long, and then you get home and you just sit and watch TV, and then there's you you contribute nothing to society, you build nothing, you have no skill that's marketable to the broader society, uh, and able to like build houses or like refine architecture and stuff, and the, you don't have you have a problem with that? Like, what's the I, What's I, the problem? I, I'm not even going that far. I'm just saying, even like you put on a video game right now. You put on, like, let's just say video games used to be one of my favorite hobbies. You put it on, you take a few steps, and somebody comes out and is just like, hi, I'm Blinky the Town Crier, and I'm going to teach you how to jump. It's X. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I know like that. every other fucking video game I can't I've do played. This. I can't do this. Like, every time I don't get past that point, because I'm like, I can't do this. I can't spend the next three hours learning the same controls I've been using for every game I've ever done. <laughs> Just so you know, you can menu dive through seven button clicks to equip a new sword. Yeah, that will. And the new sword will give you plus two damage, which you might survive the next encounter. You might. We might not. <laughs> or that not, being yeah. said, and I say all that because <clears throat> I'm going to bring it back. Monster when I train? watch, no, when I watch, <laughs> when I watched a man shrink himself. 
and go into the urethra of another man. I thought you were gonna say and turn himself into a pickle. I to swear to God, I thought you were gonna say that to pleasure to pleasure said Funniest man. Shit I've ever seen. And then sneeze because he was high on coke and expand back to full size and blow the person he was inside literally in half. Yes. There was a little color. Oh. It was a little Wizard of Oddish. Oddish. There's a little color back in my world, and I was like, "Damn, I've never it's... seen that before." <laughs> yeah, that first episode yeah. of this new season is like, holy shit. The boys is great. <laughs> that's that's that that whole ring around. Watch the boys because it's good. That scene is so fucking fucked up, dude. It's so messed up. What? And he's just like walking through the guy's dick, just like rubbing the walls with his finger. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is so. <laughs> I, what the fuck? Jesus dude? Christ. Do I. Okay. Do I want to watch this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it sounds like some kind of vor shit. But. Um, you uh, know what? Fuck it. <laughs> okay, I'm you know so what? I'm going to have. <laughs> I'm going to have two weeks off. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to be able to not watch it. The it's only tragedy happen. is that now you know it's going to happen. Unlike probably True. all of us in the rest of the planet yeah. who went into it I thinking, know. oh, good, the butch- Butcher and the boys are back. And then <laughs> I remember when that scene started, I was like, he's not. No, he can't. No, no, no. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, just from your description. Yeah. Um, you know that the only reason they thought of that was because of all the memes about blowing up Thanos. Oh, they admit Ant-Man. it. They oh, admit it. Was, oh, do yeah. they? Okay. Admit it. Yeah, they straight up said that that's what inspired that scene. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like a guy where he like when he shrinks back down, he's like, he's trying to go up my ass. <laughs> 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 okay, it's true. that's pretty good. He rolls around on the ground. <laughs> he's like, he's trying to get in my ass. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's yeah, the quite boys funny. Is great. But they like commit. They commit to the bit. There's no like mucking about or like all this like. Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't around. wink at all at the camera. It's it's. You're just seeing it. <laughs> you're just watching a man <laughs> just die. Watching this happen. <laughs> you're watching a man go into another man's penis, then growing to full size and blowing him in half. That's no homo. That's, and no it, homo. and if you don't know that, that's what you're about to see. Like, I'm sorry, Corey. Honestly, I stole something from you that I can't. Give <laughs> Because no, it, I mean it's different seeing it. it yeah, no, but it's funny because I can imagine like you you feel like when you're watching it's television, like when your memories like, in a cartoon. Yeah, it's it's not a yeah. scene you watch; it's a scene that happens to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, like when you're watching television, you feel like there's a threshold of things that are and aren't eligible to happen on screen, like things that you just like implicitly assume will, will never happen if they're just too weird or too fucked up or too, you know, too whatever. Like it just can't happen. And like if that boundary gets crossed, you're like, oh my god, it's like extra crazy. No, but yeah, yeah, the boys is good, and I'm dead inside. <clears throat> I think that just about summarizes mm. it. All right, and that's the weird thing about watching this show. It's like this stuff happens, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. That actually made me feel something, which makes me like worried how desensitized <laughs> I am yeah. to like everything. Like, does it take a man shrinking down to, like, flea size going into another man's penis, then expanding, exploding him in half to, like, make me feel something? To feel any, to have your face (laughs) be anything other than, uh, uh, like, like this, like that in the chat, like that. (laughs) That's the only thing, (laughs) the only thing that, the only thing that breaks the total straight face. Do you need, do you think, do you think that's reversible or do you have to just, like, are you fucked forever mentally, or could you just go like live in the woods for like six months and come back and be totally reset? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. That's the weird. That's the uh, that's the conundrum. I think. Yeah, what would happen? Like, it would be weird to like completely turn off all the stimuli in your life and go just like stare at a rock for six months or a year, 
and then however long it would take before you're not before you don't feel like you're just biding time until you can go back to looking at screens yeah, again. The, you know, like until thing, until it's like a habit or it's normal, and then you can go back. The only thing I could even try to compare that to essentially is uh, when I went without soda for like a year once, and the first and kind of all sugary, real junk foods and everything like that. Like I just didn't have any, and then the first time I had soda after the end of that. I remember thinking it tasted toxically sweet. There was too much sugar. Like I choked yeah, yeah. on it. And um, I had to literally, and I don't know why, but for some reason I conditioned myself to drink soda again. It does nothing for you. I wish I hadn't. But I imagine it would be something like that where yeah. you would come back after an amount of time. You'd be like, this is terrible. Why would anybody do this? And then you'd like sink back into the old patterns over time. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah, weird. How, like, have you ever gone like a for like a period of like a week or a couple weeks or even a month of not listening to any music? No. <laughs> I don't really? think so actually. No. Cuz I like there would be times where I like I would only listen to like podcasts and stuff and like there would be music on in places I went to but I wasn't really focusing on it or like listening to it. And then when you listen to music, the only description is like it sounds sweet. Yeah. Like it's like it's almost the same kind of thing, but a different sense. And you just like, it's no, almost I, like borderline too much, depending on what kind it is. But like, I don't know. It's really interesting. No, I can connect, I can connect with what you're saying. Cause I mean, there's times where I have music on, but I'm not really engaged with it. And then there's like, when I put on my headphones and I turn off the lights and like, I really listen to a song that I like and you really take it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, exactly. and, and that's what that, I mean, that's kind of what you're talking about, right? It's not just ambient noise. It's actually something you're locked in with. Yeah. Like when you actually start listening, like, Hey, this is actually pretty good. I'm going to listen to this, yeah, yeah. this whole album or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. Like active listening versus like the, yeah, passive. the passive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like KJ five, two. That's what we're talking. Yeah. About. <laughs> well, but first True, we'll get there. Yeah. I think we've, I think we've got a, we've got an ad read actually. Oh yeah. This week. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Our sponsors are back. Yeah, we got a few. Yeah, so reads. Sam, I got I got the copy for you. I'm gonna send okay, it to you right sure. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, good to be back in the is. ad read. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> We've all been there. You're at work when suddenly nature calls and you have to make. You go to the employee restroom and do your business when suddenly that all too familiar feeling hits. <laughs> Rim burn. <laughs> you try to mentally backtrack. <laughs> You try to mentally backtrack to find the source. Was it the Chipotle carnitas burrito with extra tomato? I don't eat this kind of food. With extra tomatillo, t- tomatillo, red chili sauce. I don't eat sauce? ethnic food. I don't. I eat, I eat corn dogs and macaroni and cheese. Uh, <laughs> was it the snack size of Cheetos Flamin' Hot? Was it the Bloody Marys with Frank's Red Hot? At this point, you realize oh that God. you've... At this point, you realize that you've already been pushing the acceptable amount of time to be in the bathroom. If you dally any longer, people will think you're shooting up or masturbating, as you (laughs) often do. But when you head back to work, the rim burn persists. It continues to occupy your thoughts, but you know you can't bring it up to anyone. It's not polite. So you just stand there thinking, damn, my asshole is on fire. It's all you can do. We've all been there. You're not alone. That's why, we, that's why we've set up the rim burn helpline. When you find yourself struggling with a bout of rim burn and have no one to turn to, call one eight hundred rim burn. Our line operators are discreet and professional. When you make the call, they will help you work your way through the burning pain so you can get back to thinking about how much you hate your job. 
rather than how much you hate your diet. You don't have to be silent any longer. We're here to listen. Just call 1-800-RIMBURN. That's 1-800-R-I-M-B-U-R-N. 1-800-746-2876. Call now. Use hashtag SamAss and talk about it. <laughs> Thanks, 1-800-RIMBURN, for sponsoring this yes, podcast. Yes, thank you so much. That's great. That's funny. Yeah, I thought great. this was going to be some kind of product funny? to solve for Rimburn. I, I didn't think it would be like the suicide helpline. It's good. <laughs> for, it's good. <laughs> well, see, I I use this this uh, service. Yeah, all we, the don't, time. we don't. We okay. don't. We don't. We don't. We're not like other podcasts. We only advertise things we use. That's like the rule. Yeah. So, like the the frustrating thing about having Rimburn is you can't talk to anyone about it. You just have to endure. Like the real. The crux of the issue is that you can't just like express that you have it. Like I can't come back from break and just be like, "Hey guys, I just took a shit and now my asshole's on fire." Yeah, you can't just say that. I get that. So it's like having you... an outlet to like that understands where you're coming from, like understands what it is to have rim burn. That's a valuable service in my book. And and it's partner service rewipe, which is uh, it's the same thing, but it's for when you have to go back to the bathroom specifically to wipe again because you missed some. Yeah, same you got thing. that itch, or because you can't talk about and that either. Same with the one eight hundred unfinished business, where like after you take a shit, you leave, and you know, you know that you're gonna be back soon yeah. because it's not done. Yeah, you split you split the log in half. You didn't you didn't get it all out on the flume. Yeah. Yep. So all these yeah, services Paul Bunyan great. did. Yeah. Yeah, part Paul Bunyan. Yeah. And Babe the Blue Ox. <laughs> yeah. True. Well, should we dive into KJ52? Should we reference it before the ad read? Mm, sure, I'm down. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, as longtime listeners may know, long time being the last episode, uh, we changed crust in the wind now. We're not listening to butt rock bands from the early 2000s. We are going through uh, formative albums from our youth and revisiting them to see if they still hold up which I think is a fantastic idea. And the first person to pitch one one such album was uh, Mr. Corey here. True. And, and in uh, that, right, he, I think, Corey, I think I think it's only fair that you tell us a little bit about your history with the album and why you chose it. I yeah. think that that's a good way oh, to start Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so, oh, God, how old would I have been? When, when did this album come out? Early 2000s? 2003. Oh, it's okay. called was... KJ52. It's pronounced 52, right? That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. The name of the album, yeah, is is it's pronounced 52. <clears throat> um, I was 9 when this album came out. I think I was listening to this when I was in I was in like I was like 5th or 6th grade, something like that. Um and the music that I listened to then is whatever I could convince my mom to buy me from the Christian bookstore at the church that we went to. That was all of the music that I had. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I had like this. Okay, let's go. All the albums that I owned, okay? I owned a Toby Mac album. I don't remember which one. I could tell you the cover if I saw it. Diversity. Uh, was that the black one with the green? Yep. Ra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. I had that one. I had two lefts to make a right, but three do. Excellent. I had, um, what's that Switchfoot one with the guitar in the empty pool, the swimming pool? Uh, beautiful, beautiful letdown i had that and then i had this <laughs> so i had two Excellent. good albums you had the whole smattering it sounds like 
<laughs> I had two actually still, and maybe this is like the the nostalgia copium, but I think both of the both the Ryan K and the Switch Fit albums are genuinely good. Um, and the the, to- the Toby Mac one and the KG Five Two One are they are what they are. Um, <laughs> so, so I yeah I I I thought it would be funny to kind of go back to the music that, um, you know I. It has to be a universal experience where everybody has like super cringe music that they thought was awesome when they were a kid, and they go back to it and they're like, "Oh my god!" So uh, I think it would be funny to kind of to try to capture that cringe, uh, or or at least go back and see uh, with clarity now and like actually like fully listen to the music uh, that we listened to back then. For sure, it's a lot of fun because when you listen to these albums when you're a kid, chances are it's your first exposure to those kinds of sounds. So yeah. Even if it uh, is contrived, even you know, even if it's contrived or it's pulling from its source material very heavily. Like for instance, when I first heard Weird Al, I thought he was a genius because I loved the music that his songs were, and it's mm-hmm. because they were formed after these incredibly famous, well-produced songs that I'd never heard. So I was like, these are some great melodies, and yeah, because they were some of the most famous melodies on the planet. <laughs> so the first time you hear like the white rap of KJ52 if you've never heard anything else you're going to be like man i sure do like the way he talks over these beats and and makes voices that's pretty fun and uh so it's really fun uh getting to go back and and listen to this with a little bit more context for music as, as a whole right yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> i have a i want you to know i have a lot of thoughts on this album this is this is a, even <laughs> uh, even even beyond um crust in the wind i've never been like i've got to sit down and write notes on this album to talk Damn, about. I did okay. that for this. I did that for this album. It awakened in me an, a, a long dead extinct feeling. The white Christian rap. Uh, oh was yeah, definitely, it's called was, C rap. Was definitely it's crap. It's definitely a rail that I grinded on. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. So no hate, no hate at all because uh, I did not listen to this album. I listened to his first one. It was called Collaborations or something like that. And I just never was exposed to this. So I was hearing all of this for the first time. Oh, damn. I saw this guy live twice, I think. Uh, He happened to be on the second stage at Sunshine Music Festival in uh, Egan, Minnesota, I think. Uh, the, The thing that, if you listen to this album, the whole show was like a comedy act. Okay. It was like a performance. Yep. Like even the live shows. And I think that shines through with this album particularly. Especially like the first, like the intro track where he's like, I'm at a drive through. Can I get a double, triple, double, double, triple, triple, double? No, nah, man. I can't do that. No, oh, I want a triple, double. Yeah, like that whole meme. Like there's this. Is uh, comedy underlying... the right word? Okay. Well, I, all right. <laughs> all right. That's fair. Because it's it didn't make me laugh, so is it comedy? No, it isn't. Anything that makes me laugh is comedy. Anything that doesn't isn't, and that's uh, a fact of life for everybody. I mean, applicable to everyone. So if it makes me laugh, then it's comedy. And if you don't laugh, then you have no sense of humor. <laughs> True. No, but like uh, listening to this album, it's almost like a circus performance in a way. Yeah. It feels like uh, he's putting on this like act, like this like spinning plates type thing, and 
oh god i don't even know like where to begin with this yeah that's funny that's that's a very different take than i had (laughs) and uh i don't know okay i'll i'll just dive right into it this album's not good no it's not true it's not even true it's not even it's not even the same state as good oh wait i'm so i'm so sorry okay do we want to rate them like before oh Oh, yeah for sure yeah 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 yeah, okay Uh, I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go minus three. Ooh. Maybe I, four. I think it's closer to three. Yeah. I think minus three is fair. So I mean, are I'm we, are we giving it like a quality three. rating or like how it struck us kind of rating? I don't know. Uh, that... Cause I mean, well, are, we, are the... we judging it? Like, so like a lot of things when they'll review things, they'll be like, how well did it accomplish what it set out to do? So like a puzzle game isn't going to try to accomplish the same things as like an RPG. So I mean, are sure. we judging this as a white Christian rapper album? Or are we judging, are we grading this like for music as a I, whole? Well, I think <clears throat> personally, I think we should judge it with the context we have now and like our current taste in music. Sure. Okay. I think that makes it funnier. Sure. Okay. I, I, I okay. I got to let, no, I'll let Tom get back into it before I say anything because I, I like super like giga interrupted him. <laughs> so you you go ahead. I'll give it a negative two, just by the way, then. If that's what okay. we're doing. Yeah. Uh okay. So it's safe to say none of us like this album. <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh it's uh how do I even what kind of simile can I draw? this album it's like oh it's i've got one it's hip-hop for homeschoolers that's true yeah that's a good one true yeah it's it's like a an approximation of hip-hop like this is about (laughs) what it should sound like it's like um that that ai that's really popular now that generates new images yes (laughs) it's it's that like the beats are almost there like the thing that stands out to me is like not the intro track, but the first track. They have a uh, a DJ, right? Like spinning records and stuff, and scratching yeah. and all that. It's not good. It's so bad. Like it's noticeably bad when he starts like scratching. It's like the the sample they're using is like so not something you scratch over. Like I, it take like listening to the, that track was just like what you thought this sounded good enough to put on a record. And you were fine with it. It checked the box. Yeah. They needed they needed some record scratching. <laughs> they got it on yeah, there. Yeah, they're like, we we got a guy who like we, they, we no, got they, from they, behind the local blockbuster who said he knew something about record players. Yeah. Yep. Well, what really happened was they listened to whatever the newest Eminem album was, and yes. they wrote down ten. They wrote down ten things that were in the album, and then they had to hit on all of them. Yeah. So that's gonna be. So that's, <laughs> that's my first true. note. The first song called KJ Five Two. It, it literally into is it perfectly. It demonstrates yeah, it, how bad that KJ52 wanted to be Eminem. He wanted so badly yes. to be Eminem, but he had a fundamental misunderstanding of what Eminem does. Because in the song, he mentions fast food. He does like a whole eight bars about ordering yeah, fast food. Yeah, the fucking, yeah. Yeah, and how they mess up his order, right? And Eminem mentions fast food in The Real Slim Shady, you know, uh, spitting on your onion rings, right? Which, but where, but, but yeah, whereas Eminem used it to be like, I am a movement. Uh, Slim Shady is, isn't a single person. It's a mindset, right? Uh, I'm a movement and I exist everywhere, especially in the kids making your onion rings. Like they are part of my tribe. We are, we are the same. 
KJ completely misunderstands that and just makes fun of fast food workers and points out that yeah, they're dumb and will mess up his order. That was so weird. That <laughs> like, was like such a boomer take. He's yeah. just like, they're probably going to be rude to me. Yep. It's like, dude, they're making like $4 an hour at yeah. this time. Like, they don't give a shit about you or about the your youth you pastor ass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, the, so that, uh, come on. And that song, the whole song is clear. It like down to the beat, the beat and the melody and every single thing is just a, a rip off of Real Slim Shady. Just oh, yeah. one to one. But it's um, like it's it's not. There's the like, other song. I would say a ripoff would be more listenable. That's true. Than what he put out because mm-hmm. it's like they have like this the same like of that era like hip hop synths and bass lines and stuff. But it's all it almost seems like off a half beat. Like it's just not there. It's not tight and it doesn't sound good. It's like bafflingly. Uh, unprofessional i i guess unprofessional is probably not good not good i'll just say that in general it's just like yeah it's everything is off by such a degree where you're like you couldn't just make like have a second take of that or like re-roll like <clears throat> retape these fucking drum machines or like i don't know it's yeah just, it's so off everything is off this and there was there was one other song that was a cl- at least the actually you know what the whole song was a clear ripoff of another eminem song which was this one. Is it uh, my biggest here. fan, my number one fan or whatever? No, it's the other one. It's uh, Don't Go is like an odd, like super, super odd. Like once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, if you didn't already notice it. The ripoff of Marshall Mathers, the song. Oh, probably. I didn't notice that one. I did notice that he literally has a song where a fan writes him contemplating suicide. Uh, but it's way less fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Dude, it's actually unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Also, if you're feeling suicidal, why would you write to KJ52? <laughs> unless, yeah. work, unless you work uh, at a fast food restaurant and then he doesn't care if you kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah, then he's like, I just want my uh, Coke. You yeah. always forget the straw. So I, I, I've got some notes here. I'm just going to kind of get through them here and let's just see. And you guys can jump in as I mention the songs. So Cartoon Network. <laughs> oh my song. God, oh dude! My God. That, you know I what? Was Actually, thinking a lot today. What if cartoons? Could yeah, play? I forgot about that song. I take it. It's a minus four. I take it back. That song <laughs> profoundly offended me. So here's yeah. the problem with this song. <laughs> so there's there's a concept here. Like, man, um, you know, I guess cartoons like doing a hip hop show or something. There's probably a good writer, especially a good comedy writer, could probably mine some good stuff out of that. He doesn't do that. It, it, he just names a bunch of cartoons. It's like yeah. Ready Player One or any of that kind of cheap 80s <laughs> nostalgic cash-in. He, he's yeah. like, he doesn't do anything with the actual characters. He's literally just like, then the Power Rangers were breakdancing. Whoa! And then I and, rap to the crowd about the power of their Lord and Savior, oh Jesus Christ. That's every single yeah, song. Yeah. That's every single and, <laughs> So this song that we're referencing, this Cartoon <laughs> Network song, there was a trend... <laughs> And y'all probably remember this in like the late '90s, early 2000s. Do you remember like the Thug Tweety Bird? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And all and like the Thug Tasmanian Devil. Yep. Like the the urbanized. I forgot version, about that. Like, yeah. Where they wore like sideways caps and like big yeah. jerseys. What a weird. What a weird craze. That's that era personified. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and recorded <laughs> on wax. No, I do have to note. <laughs> I do have to note though, and I have to say this as as I rip on it. Uh, I would have loved this song as a kid. I guarantee you that in my. Like oh yeah, this grade. was this was a fifth grade certified yeah. banger. I promise you that in like sixth fifth grade. <laughs> I love I the been Transformers like, doing yeah. the robot. That's awesome. <laughs> oh 
my god, he's rapping to Tweety Bird. That's hilarious. Like, I guarantee you, like, I would have loved that. So, I can't tell if it's genius marketing or just a terribly written song. But at least, like, so he does it another could be one. Both. He does another. He does another one, kind of similar, called Forty Seven Pop Stars." Yeah, and that's not a good song by any means. But at least it's he actually n- uses wordplay. Yeah, it's not nearly. That it's song's like, oh, that's like a minus one or a yeah. zero. That song's fine. At least he's not just like <laughs> I'm going to name forty seven pop stars, Gypsy Queen. You know, like at least it's not like yeah. that. He actually yeah. like he actually like she says like oh you know like a, a typical thing is Jesus died and then he was sealed by the Rolling Stone. I mean like it's it's that level yeah, of I know. get it. He didn't stress I'm himself not laughing, out. But he he I tried. Get it. There was effort. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ah oh, shit! I forgot what I was going to say. Uh. Never mind. Continue. So my next one Sorry. is your breath stank, which is just, this is what happens when Christians try to be funny. This is why True. Christians can't get into comedy. Your breath stank is literally just him going, your breath stank. It's so stinky. Try a Mentos. Like that's actually the song. Yeah. That's, True. That is the song. That is. And I, you know, this was because he was trying to, this is like the edgy song, right? Like, oh my this God. Is when- like, this I is when, like, whoever owned the, it, this was like Toby Mac's label, right? Like, Toby Mac yeah. called him up. He was like, yo, we need one more song for the record. <laughs> he was like, man, we need to get you a little bit re- rebellious. We need to give you, like, that little bit of a Christian sting. Yeah, need, like, what if need I need to be edgy. What if I made fun of somebody that doesn't exist for having stinky breath? Perfect. <laughs> Platinum, here we come. <laughs> okay. I just again, remembered what I was going to say. This album is so long. It, it is. is. It's over an hour it's long. It's so and you feel it. long. It's way too long. Like and like, Corey, you bring up the fact that like, call, imagine calling somebody up with an hour and sixty minutes, or like, or not an hour and sixty minutes, sorry, an hour and twenty minutes of content, and they're just like, we need five more minutes. Yeah, That's like, <laughs> we need to occupy someone's entire day with this album. But see, this is but and, and the problem is, is that okay? So your breath stank. You would think that this would be kind of like the setup, like your breath stank so bad. How bad does it smell? It smells so bad that I went to the crematorium for my dead dog and they thought that I'd eaten it. Like, you know, there'd be something there. There's not even a punchline yeah. or a joke to it. It's literally they it's don't just try. Yeah, it's just your breath, breath is stinky. Like that it never goes beyond that. And just Oh, I can't believe how stinky I, I, I it is. I got one word. Altoids. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well that's two <laughs> good, words. Good one. Okay. Good one, Jeff Foxworthy. Yep. Uh, so that brings me to So In Love With You, which is such an uncomfortable song. Oh, dude. Oh, dude, my God. That song, I, I legitimately, I was just listening to this earlier today in preparation for this podcast. When that song came on, I was like, I was listening with my wife and I was like, is this song about a girl or is it about it really, God? It really flirts that line. So there's a famous joke that all Christian, like South Park yeah. made it. Where, yep, Christian, yeah. where Christian music is just a love song and you throw God in there and it's like, God, I want to touch your body. And people were all like, he, 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 what a funny exaggeration of the truth. This is actually that. Like this, honestly. Yeah, no, 100%. I got probably halfway through the song and was legitimately like, okay, is this like his wife or is this God? I actually yeah, can't yeah. tell. <laughs> like, He's like, I saw you on the street and I passed you by so many times. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah. Like. It's so painfully uncomfortable, and that's this entire like era, that era, like the early two thousands era of Christian music is where it like got like, I don't want to say sexual because I don't know how intentional it was, but it was like very, 
it was weird as fuck. Comparable to sexuality. There are literally yeah. worships. There are actual worship songs. Like you're gonna think I'm exaggerating. There are actual worship songs where it's like, "Come all over me, come on me, like the yeah, rain." Yeah, I want to feel you inside <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. it's literally yeah. that line. Literally, yeah. I know because we had to take them out of our worship team because our pastor was like, "You can't like if we have like a visitor come, you can't be singing this." Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Holy like, shit! You can't be asking God to come on you like the rain. I like, want to feel on. your power, God. <laughs> pin me against the wall. Penetrate my <laughs> ass with Jesus, like it's just that you know. Lord, uh, I just dropped the soap. But legitimately, the Lord only Jesus reason, nailed me to the mattress. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> the only reason I know so in love with you wasn't about a woman is because there's a part where he's like, "You're all that I need. You're all that matters. You complete my life." And he wouldn't be saying that about anything but God on a Christian album. But every other lyric in the song will leave you wondering, <laughs> like, yeah. When I touch your body, <laughs> like, I feel you between like, my fingertips. Uh, when you're in the room, I can't think about anybody else. It's like, clearly this was a love song, and the label made him change it to a Christian song, right? Like, that's obviously what happened. And he'd already it made could it, be. and so they... I don't know. Like, during that era, I don't know how, like, out there artists actually got. Or, like, how... I don't know. I think there was a prevailing like naivete sure. to a lot of these recording artists where they would just do this stuff in earnest when actually it's just like dude you can't you can't be talking about like touching yeah jesus all over his body and like, i can only picture god actually like god sitting there like leaned back in his chair in the back of like the the, the show and he's just like oh god please no man don't don't <laughs> come on don't don't, don't <laughs> sing this song give me a break come on man. i know because i was in a band and i used to write songs about like the girl i'd kind of be seeing at the time and she'd be like it's kind of embarrassing when you do that and uh yeah uh so and then you're like shut up bitch <laughs> no. true I was like, why don't you love me as much as your ex? That's true. Anyway, so rock on. Uh, <laughs> God damn. That leads us to rock on. And I'm glad you brought up Toby Mac because this is clearly like the to- like he got bored of ripping off Eminem and tried to make a Toby Mac song. Yeah. Um, is this the rap rock song? Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh, I thought that was like a just like a, a generic rap rock cash in because like it was really big at the time. Yeah. But just like imagine the smell of a bunch of fourteen-year-old private schoolers jumping up and down to this at oh the show. Oh my god! Like this is the song that every kid like jumped up and down to, and they went home and bragged about how they'd been like in a brutal mosh pit. And when I say like when I'm making fun of these kids that did that, it's me because I promise that that was me. I would have <laughs> jumped up and down to this song, and I would have gone home and been bragging about how I was in like this brutal mosh pit. And the KJ52, he there was an electric guitar sampled. It was rad. <laughs> Yeah. This brings awesome. us. This is this is the. This brings me to my note on the song that actually offended me the most, or like maybe I don't even know. Like not actually angry, but just as angry as you get listening to something like this that doesn't actually affect you in any way. And that's the song back in the day. And oh yep, 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 yep. That's where I stopped listening to the album. Funny enough, <laughs> that's my where, cutoff point. That song is where I look to see how many songs could possibly be left. I yes, remember that's that. exactly what I did, and I yeah. was like, "I'm not list- I'm not sitting here for another 45 <laughs> minutes listening to this shit." And I turned it off. Here's the problem: KJ52 is the Joker in this song. His backstory <laughs> changes depending on who he's trying to appeal to. That's so, like in the first, true. In the first verse, he's like trying to get in with like the cool kids. So he's all talking about how he was dancing and doing these cool dances and schmoozing, and he was getting girls' numbers left and right and slapping them down in his pad. You know what I'm saying? Then in the second verse, suddenly, like, it completely changes, and he's trying to relate to the nerds. 
and suddenly he's a geek who just couldn't fit in and he's just like oh man no girl like literally like go back and look at the lyrics of the song because i got mad about this because it's just one of those like corporate like reach out to everybody kind of things it's like the, like the Bar Brennan pop song. Yeah, it's literally yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. first verse, he's like, man, I was walking around doing the dance, getting all these girls' numbers. And then literally in the second verse, he's like, no girls would give me their numbers. And it's not done in a clever way, like where he subverts expectations and he's like, okay, I guess I'll tell you the truth. This has all been a lie. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like, no, he just tells both stories like they both actually happened. <clears throat> and then <laughs> where it gets really offensive is that then what it's really about, of course, is about how... Um, God saved his life, like turned him around, saved him from his life of sin. And that's, I'm not hating on the Christian message. I want to be very clear about this. Okay. What I'm hating on is the fact that he does it in this song. Like he was such a disgusting sinner. When, what did he do in the first half of the song? He wanted to date some girls. He was enjoying his regular life. And that's like the terrible things that he needed to be saved from. So this entire song is literally like the youth conferences I used to go to in three minutes where they relate to you. For like five seconds, then tell you that everything that they used to relate to is actually what makes you disgusting and horrible. True. Yep. And then immediately yep. flips the switch and is like, oh, by the way, you need God or you're going to go burn in hell forever. You can't date anyone without <clears throat> the intention to marry. Don't yeah. you know? And I got it's what makes me so mad because it starts out so like, oh, man, I'm just like you in one way or another. Either I was cool or I was a nerd. But either way, man, I understand you. Oh, I'm but wait. fucked up. Actually, you're completely disgusting, and you should hate yourself. <laughs> you're going but to God. Hell. Yeah, <laughs> I hate yeah. it. I find it so offensive. Like it's so manipulative. And oh it's, yeah, it's just uh, it really pissed me off. I think this was like the the <clears throat> crossover point between the popularity of Christian music, like on the radio, mm-hmm. and its influence over everyday society. Do you think it's more? It's got to be less influential than it's ever been. Christian music? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, like during this time, it was still like a big thing. Yeah. To, yeah. I I remember being able to mention like Christian bands and people would know who I'm talking about. I can't really do that anymore. Yeah, there was like, like Skillet and I don't know, yeah, like, Reliant like, K oh, yeah, 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 and Switchfoot and like yeah. people who knew. Yeah, people knew who those people were. But like now, it's like I don't even. I literally don't have a clue who is popular in the Christian circuit. Anymore. Well, it's kind Not of a fundamental difference. Like, there's a fundamental difference. So, like, there used to be a limited amount of music that we could listen to. So, like, you would get into what's popular, and you wanted to fit in. So, you would find, like, what was kind of popular, and you talk about it with people. But there was, like, this consciousness, like, you all wanted to find what was good and listen to it together. That's kind of changed over the years, especially with all that there's so much music now that everybody's just releasing it independently. You could never hear even a fraction of how much music is out there. And now the the pride and the the reward comes from listening to something that nobody else is listening to. It's exposing somebody else to something that they like, yeah, uh, that they've never heard before. Like that's the game now. It's not. Oh, we. Yeah. It used to be like, I remember I'd go out on a date with a girl and I'd be like, Oh, do you like Blink One Eighty Two? And I would really hope that the answer was yes. Whereas nowadays it seems to be like, Oh, have you ever even heard of you know, LeBron's Shadow Zone? And you're like, No. And they're like, Oh, I can't wait to put this. <laughs> have on you for have you me. even oh. heard of Death Rider Demons? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest band of all time. And it's just the objective is different. And I and in Christian music, I imagine that it's even worse because now like honestly Christianity's on a downfall pretty hard and and the I imagine there's famous Christian musicians right now. I know I can think of a few there's like Lecrae. Um is wait, is he still famous? Oh yeah. I I know from cuz I'm friends with somebody that runs a youth group that he's still okay. huge. Is he a hip hop guy? He's like a 
he's kind of like more worship, but like he does like he guest verse on a lot of hip hop. Like I, I don't like know. I, the name sounds so familiar. He's more yeah, of a I, th- I thought he was a rap artist. He is. He definitely is. Yeah, because yeah, I remember rap. listening to him. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. His early, at least his early albums from when it started, I'm pretty sure it was all hip hop stuff. Because I remember thinking, ah, oh, this shit slaps. Why don't why? Okay, unironically, the There's Andy like, Minio. He's like he's like the 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 ancestor. He's like the the newest generation of like the Christian rapper Andy Minio, and he's actually not bad. You know what I think still slaps and would what? slap if anybody still made it? <clears throat> gospel music. Oh. Good gospel music actually slaps, yeah, I mean, but no, like, nobody makes it anymore. That was country music for decades had like huge gospel influences, and so did like soul and funk and stuff. <clears> like, yeah. And yeah, it's all like, like Bethel and... It's all like Bethel oh God, super The most music cynical. Now. Yeah, the four chord, like, it's a, <laughs> yeah, it, you yeah. know, it, I play it every week. It's it's four chord progressions that yeah, yeah, yeah. build, 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 then quiet minute, and build, 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 build. Uh, they're fun to play. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not going to sit Jesus here and trash comes them. into your life. Because they're a lot of fun to play. <laughs> Jesus Especially. comes deep into my life. Um, Jesus, but pumps, going, Jesus get, is pumping his mercy and his grace. Getting Jesus back to KJ, out game deep into really my weak. life. <laughs> Getting getting back to KJ five I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> who probably had more Jesus in him than any of us. Yeah. Uh, this brings us to number one fan. This is what I was talking about. This is just an awful ripoff of Stan. Yep. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, this, this, yeah. This one was. So this is it has a female bad. singer for the chorus and everything, but it's not catchy. But it's literally just it's a it's a very <laughs> similar song. Catchy, true. Where KJ five two has somebody write to him that's suicidal, but instead of uh, the Eminem like type thing, it's uh, he's you know like oh. Don't kill yourself. You you say, just you know KJ got one piece of fan mail and he was like I'm just like Eminem. Then he had this, to figure out how to write a song about it. And I'll, but <laughs> this does have well, maybe one of the worst rhymes I've ever heard, and I had to write <laughs> Go it. Go ahead. This is this got? is from the song. <clears throat> I'm sorry you were abused. Your father raped you. I know you got a lot of things you got to work through. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What I remember the, that. What the hell, KJ Five Two? That's like the most dismissive line I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, I just love the. Yeah, the, the, it sucks that your dad raped you. Yeah. Anyways, he's not equipped to deal with a, a girl getting raped by her dad. You don't. You don't have those kind of boxing gloves, KJ Five Two. You can't. You were having a hard time uh, handling like getting rejected by girls in middle school. Don't don't go into your father raping you. And then, but then, even then, he's got to mix it, like, because he's trying to relate. He's got to mix it with this fake ghetto gangster speak. I know you got a lot of things you got to work through. And he emphasizes it. That's why it stood out to me. It's not even like the rape, yeah, immediately is a red flag. But then it follows up, you got a lot of things you got to work through. Like, hey, you know, you can literally feel him turning the chair around, sitting down with it, being like, yo, I'm sorry that your dad got drunk and penetrated you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But check oh this out. God. Jesus Christ wants but to come hey, in that same hole. Yeah. <laughs> Fill that hole with Jesus. You know what I mean? You got to. I know that the, your relationship with your dad left a hole in your heart, and Jesus is going to come and fill that hole. <laughs> like, I promise Ain't no you. coincidence. It sounds like Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. All right, yeah, that's about the bottom of the barrel. That was sorry. Oof, we'll see if that. I I predict. I'm predicting Uh, another Tom edit. I'm predicting another. Keep it in. That's staying in. Another YouTube Tom apology. That one will stay in, but just know I don't feel good about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what? Sometimes you think of a joke and you know you're going to regret it and you have yeah, to say but it anyways. You have to go through with it. You, you have, have to say to it. it. I, I you do. get that. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's bad. So then uh, the last one I had was uh, Give Me That. Which I'm just gonna say, it's about Mountain Dew, and I swear to God, it's the the youth pastor national anthem. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. They wake up every morning sure. and they salute the flag. And I remember the live show. He actually like drinks like two cans of Mountain Dew. Oh god! Like people are like throwing Mountain Dew at him. Yeah, he's like, look at me, I'm drinking. I'm just like you. Give I me like... that Mountain Dew. Yeah. So ultimately, I, this entire album is just stupidly repetitive. Like, I fucking I'm, hate this guy. I think talking about it was more fun than listening to the actual album is because every, oh, no, for yeah. sure. No matter what song, no matter what the setup, no matter what the punchline is always, but there's only one reason I do this and it's for Jesus. Like that's every song. Yeah. Every yeah, single song. it's it's pathological. It's yeah. like he literally can't even the song, even Your Breath Stank had a Jesus reference in it. Yeah. He can't like we get it. It's cool. There's nothing, you know, that's you know, good for you. Fine. Cool. But like can you chill? <laughs> like it's if you do the same thing in every song, people are gonna stop giving a fuck instantly. Yeah, diversify your content. Like I would give that advice to anyone. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. Like I would give that advice if it was if you were saying like puppies are cute or like donate to charity or like to- any any totally unobjectionable, totally fine thing. It's like if you just do the same thing over and over. Yeah. Uh, it's like I don't know. It's just like a any other gimmick that people like get tired of instantly. And it, and it really like. If I'm, I promise I'm not trying to hate on Christianity because I get accused of that on this podcast. But I promise you, listen to this whole album and tell me it doesn't become grinding when every <laughs> song starts out being about one thing and then eventually just becomes again. But yo, there's only one reason I grabbed this mic and it's because Jesus Christ is the one I like. And I got to spit it right here from the heart because the only way your life will have value is if Jesus is a part. And it's every single song. Every single song. And it just becomes <laughs> like nails on a chalkboard. Dude, you should be a Christian rapper. True. That was the dream once upon a time. Do you want to know one of the most embarrassing... I wish I could find it. I would read it on this podcast. <laughs> Go on. One of the most embarrassing things I think I've ever done was written a parody of uh, Without Me by Eminem, mm. but with a Christian version. Okay. And, Is it like and, from Jesus' perspective? Yeah. And I Without performed me? it. I know I performed it for my mom. I can't remember okay. who I performed it for, but uh, I... I don't remember all the lyrics. The only lyrics I remember is, you know, in the beginning where it's like, two trailer park girls go round the outside, right? Yep. Unironic. Like, I was not trying to be funny. The beginning of mine was, two of God's girls go round the church side, round the church side. <laughs> <laughs> church side. <laughs> Ooh, Lord. That sounds like a banger in the making. Uh, and I remember being so proud of it. I was like, oh, yeah. And I had this dream. I had a literal dream. Mm-hmm. Of getting huge, being a huge Christian rapper, like, so big that I got, like... <laughs> I, this is not stuff that normal people would admit to. <laughs> I fantasized about this daily. This is daily. what I love about you, Sam. Fan- You'll just say it. <laughs> I fantasized about this daily. You're not any worse than any of us. You're just braver. I, <laughs> I truly thought. I truly thought this was an achievable dream. I had this dream of getting so big that, like Dr. Dre, Eminem, uh, uh, Jay Z, all the biggest rappers of the '90s and, and early thousands, got together with me and made a song. And and I didn't know everything about it, but I knew the chorus was going to be, we're tired of hearing about these hoes and these gangsters. That's am- gonna- fucking amazing. <laughs> yep. I would sing Excellent. it to myself all the time. I'm tired of hearing about these hoes and these gangsters. I'm tired <laughs> of. And like, I was literally picking, you know, Eminem. Just imagine Eminem dropping a verse <laughs> after that chorus. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh my god! Uh, 
So KJ52, oh, it's memes. pronounced 5-2, is actually an album that was made for my demographic. I would have loved this album when it came out. Yeah, um, I mean, I real okay. Maybe we, should we follow up with how we would rate it if we were ten? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was uh, this was a four. Yeah, that's what I would give it really? for like four. Fifth, four. fifth grade yeah. me. This was this was a four. Yeah, I would give it a four. I probably would have done a three. I was never like a big hip hop guy. I was more like uh, pop punk stuff. Mm. Yeah. So I know I wouldn't have liked it too much, but I still would have sang along with a Mountain Dew song, unabashedly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know. It might have been a. Th- it would depend. Really, it really depends on what age I heard it. Ten, I probably would have given it a four. Twelve or thirteen, I think even then I would have been like, man, this guy needs to like get in touch. Talk with about reality. something else. Like, there's nothing yeah. here for me to really relate to. But yeah, this was a great first album for this. <laughs> this like for sure. And honestly, sure. I had more fun with this than Crust in the Wind because how many songs can you listen to where it's like grungy, ass rock? Yeah. And like you get together and you're like, well, it was ass rock. <laughs> it was exactly yeah. what we expected it to be. Uh, this was didn't fun. change. And I mean, also, was, it was nice having those couple of bands that were like, oh, this is actually, I'd actually listen to this. Oh yeah, I don't regret it at all. I just yeah. I ran out of ways to make it entertaining. This is a real breath of fresh air to this. Like, it's funny. It's 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 a lot of fun listening to some of this stuff. Uh, and I hope yeah. that we do more off-brand christian albums i know that that's what most of mine are i actually i have one in the hopper if i let's do it so bold what you got yeah go for it i think letters to the president by hawk nelson oh i I forgot about that band i that was like i listened to that i had my little uh sony walkman uh jog proof cd player and i'd listen to the cd over and over and over again on road trips. Mm. Now, I don't want to get ahead of the punchline, but isn't that song letter to the? Pre- isn't it literally like if I could write a letter to the president, I'd yeah, say war is lame. Like, is it? It's like it's that, basically right? that. Yes, yeah. correct. So I was never big into Hawk Nelson because of that. Because even I was a little older than you guys, and when they dropped that, I was like, mm. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah. So that I, hit at like the the time where I was like, I like punk music, but I don't want to be too rebellious. Sure. No, no, no hate at all for you liking it. But I, I think this came out just after the deadline. I was mm, at Sunshine. Yeah, yep. I was at Sunshine when I heard this band, this album for the first time. And I was sitting on the grass in the sun. And I remember I got through that song and I was just like, mm, nope, this isn't it. <laughs> Pass. Like, yep. So I'm excited to listen Thank to it you. again. Thank you. Next song, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, do we have another ad read? Yeah, uh, I've yeah, a, I've got an ad read actually here. Okay, okay. Uh, who wants it? I, I whoever wants I think, it. Uh, mm. Dorothy, you can, yeah, they were very specific it. that whoever read it had to be really, really, really like they have to really sell it. Okay. Right. Okay, absolutely. So as long as you're willing or to do that. Or is a great salesman. Yo, okay. yeah, for sure. Hit me. This is this is not a funny subject. This is very important. Mm-hmm. I just okay. Yeah. I want you to treat this with the respect it deserves. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm preparing some my actor yeah, sobriety my prep. Okay. <laughs> hey somber somber this is serious Corey. there's nothing funny about this <laughs> i'm sorry they i just specify i'm sorry somebody just sent me a really funny meme it's not it's not the ad read. oh okay oh, all right <clears throat> good, okay good. <laughs> that must have been a good okay meme. yep <laughs> it's still i'm still laughing i'm still thinking about it <laughs> All right. Okay. Don't let it affect your ad read. No. <laughs> no Don't screw this up, Corey. Do not, not screw this up. <laughs> this is we're in cancelable territory here. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
Ahem. How now, brown cow? Okay. Ladies and gentle queens, blow out your fillies and fill out your willies. It's Gay Pride Month here at the Talk Shop International. We love and respect people from all cultures, backgrounds, and religions, except the Judaic Chinese. Unless they're gay Judaic Chinese, in which case we absolutely adore them. From June 1st to June 30th only. Sure, coming out might be hard, but coming out and enjoying some incredible woke and sensitive content, that's as easy as high-fiving two dudes as they make each other. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We're doing a pickup. It's as easy. <laughs> I read ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's as easy as, making, as, as high-fiving two dudes as they make each other jizz over the graves of the parents who never accepted them. The world is a rainbow, and we... <laughs> The, the world is a rainbow, and we just rain no. You'll love all these great homosexual content we have planned for you this month. June 14th, live stream number one. The gang watches the L word and discusses what we learned. June 15th, live stream number two. Shirtless Sam swallowing grease and self-flagellating while he apologizes for using gay as a replacement for lame. Oh, one second. Sorry, <laughs> it came in two parts. Mm, okay. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> the fucking <laughs> graves. <laughs> there we go. Holy Sorry, there's the rest shit. of it. Okay. Uh, as a replacement for the lame, June 21st, live stream three, Corey and Tom have butt sex, full anal penetration. They even switch places more than once. So don't touch that <laughs> dial, honey, because you can't spell pride without putting a little D in it. Fabulous! There we go. Thank you. So yeah, um, happy, happy Pride I guess Month. Ourselves. Is that from us? Or it's Gay Pride that? Month, and we wanted everyone to know that we do oh, yeah. support mm-hmm. the LGBTQ plus community. QIA plus. I don't know about you, Corey, but I've been training. Yeah, I've been training for that uh, that third live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I got a I got a trainer. I got a whole set of like different sized wooden uh, dildos. Apparatus, yeah, apparatus. And I've been cycling up wooden, huh? Every uh, twenty four hours, the I keep sp- it in my ass all day. <laughs> the splinters hitting you? No, no, no. They're like, you know, come on, man. I, what do you think? <laughs> I bought them off of Amazon. They're like polished, right? They like nice. What's wrong with Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, okay, sorry. You think I bought it from some random Chinese company off of Amazon? Yeah, okay. That's fine. Like, Huan Jing Zhao, anal <laughs> butt plug. Real nice. Plus five. Excellent condition. No, do you, I didn't. Do you know how fucked we're going to be trying to buy legitimate products once the Chinese finally figure out how to hire translators? Who can actually write proper <laughs> descriptions? Yeah, because right now it's easy. As, you just don't buy the shit with like yeah. totally illegible grammar. But like they're gonna figure it out one day, and we're you don't want we're a gonna Joy actually Jang, you don't want a Joy Jang Zoo pair of headphones. Yeah, That's it's like you Google wireless headphones and you get like Sony, Philips, Bose, Xingxiao, and it's like, well, I know which one I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. one day they'll figure it out. One day, unless we all start <clears throat> learning Chinese. True. All right. Ni hao. 
I'll be let's see if we can speed run a couple topics here. All right. Uh, I had at least one. You had uh, um, list of words too complicated. Oh, okay. That's funny. Hang on. I'll do that one last. Um, I have okay. Little tease. So I finally got my toilet fixed, or my toilet replaced. It's been it was having problems. Um, it was like off and on leaking water into the floor. Not something you typically want. True, suboptimal. <laughs> and I got it replaced. I got a new toilet. Um, I didn't realize, or this is just in general. This is not toilet specific. You don't realize how much of your humanity is being stolen by things that don't work until you get a new thing and it works. And then you get the free dopamine hit every time you use the thing and you remember, oh yeah, I don't have, this actually works now. I don't have to worry about this thing, this shitty thing that's always broken. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean because like, for instance, my automatic windows don't work in my car. And so whenever I do a drive through or anything, I have to open up my car door and, and I get this <laughs> yeah. look from like the bank, no matter who it is. The day that I finally have a window that I hit the button and it rolls down, oh my god, it's gonna feel yeah. fantastic. And you think like in the moment you're like, oh, and if 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 somebody were to ask you about it, you'd be like, yeah, it's pretty annoying, but it's you know, it's not like it doesn't like ruin my life. But like once once it's fair, like once you have the thing, you're like, oh my god, like this is it would be I would be so mad if I lost this again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nice having shit that works. You get free, the the free dopamine hit every time I flush my toilet. It's like oh. Oh, oh. it's not dumping all over my ceiling. True. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, real topic. Um, Microsoft Word has a new editor feature where mm. it will scan your document um, and try to you know, give you tips and tricks and whatever to, to make it more concise. Um, and so they'll like... You know, okay, real quick can I cut in? Yeah. I hate that because I frequently use the phrase in order to. Yeah. And it says, no, don't you, you can't use that shit. Get that out of here. And I'm like, no, but if I cut it to just like, if I shorten it, it just sounds abrasive. Like to do this, you do this. Then you, you go to Moscow and you get, you get AK 47, you shoot man. That's what it sounds like in my brain when I read it back. Like their suggested edit is like some angry Soviet uh, guard yelling at some American prisoner to do something. That's what that's what Microsoft is putting in my brain whenever they suggest an edit on any of my documents. Just to be clear, you know, just to be clear. Was that a real leave or was that a meme leave? <laughs> oh Are no, you I, there? Think, I think Corey left. I oh, think he bailed. <laughs> I was like, why am I not getting what? any feedback for this shit? Wait, do I, I don't think it's that funny, but at least like say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I wasn't gonna say anything. Honestly, I was gonna leave you out to hang to dry longer, because the longer you're out there, the funnier it is. <laughs> and then just finally when you're like, is anybody there? Just be like, Oh yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Oh yeah, we heard every yeah. minute of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Trust me. Uh, yeah, we're here, man. Keep it's going. It's real good. Keep uh, keep filling, keep filling those minutes. Oh man, I can't wait to go into the edit and hear what uh, Corey's yelling right now. Yeah, he's still out of it. Usually, I'm the one that dis- honestly it was so quiet. I thought I disconnected. 
I'm so used to disconnecting around this time in every episode that uh, I was getting ready to log out and log back in. Good old internet. Definitely wasn't a mistake. Am I right? <laughs> the internet saved us all. It's only made things better. I got one while we're waiting for Corey to come back. Aight. Um, what is up with motivational books? Because they make people billions of dollars. And yeah. I want to know, like, who who are these books for? Like, are there really... Yeah. Is there really anybody out there who was like, man, I really hated my life, but then I read this book and the guy said, man, to be happy, I should do things that make me happy, and it completely turned my life around. Like, do those people really exist? And, yeah, that's the whole, like, the conundrum about the whole... Like, most of the motivational books, they have, like, different twists on it, but they all say the exact same thing. Don't yeah. be a fucking loser. Pick up after yourself and, like, take care of yourself and you'll be happy. But they do it like, here's 15 easy uh, yogi-approved methods of stretching your way to a successful life. It's yeah. like, stop being a fucking degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every single one. Yeah. And, and these, these books sell, like, hundreds of thousands of copies, millions of copies, even. And then these people get to go on stage. And, like, I can't imagine, like, what would your life have to be like? Yeah. That you were like, man, I'm I'm going to off myself tomorrow. And then, like, Tony Robbins comes around and is just like, actually, life can be great if you just believe in yourself. And you're like, oh, wow. I never thought I of that before. I never tried that before. Wow. You mean I should I should pay my bills and eat vegetables? Wow. Suddenly... I got hope. And I mean, I'm not, I guess, I guess I, would, I don't want to make fun of people that need that, that maybe had never had a positive influence in their lives and had literally never heard that before. But I refuse to believe that there's millions of you with the money to buy these books and hear it for the first time. Yeah. And I, I want to say that's like a kind of a boomer meme or maybe even like Gen X. Cause I feel like all the houses I went to growing up, you go look at their bookshelf and there would be like 10 or 15 self-help books of different kinds. Like eat your way to a healthier body or like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine anybody I know now buying something like that. Like even the for dummies craze when there was a for dummies book for everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's not even popular. I mean, the internet, like, you just Google shit, right? Like, there's not a... It, oh, oh hey, there he is. There he is. He's back. Okay. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, we are just talking about... So, you'll, 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 I think this is something you could rage on about, too. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, like, fathom who gets value from all these self-help books and self-help public speakers. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I was listening the whole time. Um. Okay. I think it's really... Okay. So, like, we all know at least one person like this. And everybody listening to this knows at least one person like this. And if you don't, you're the person. And you're cringe. Okay. <laughs> so, everybody knows the person who's, like, the hustle, mindset, grind set, culture person. You know? Mm-hmm. The person who's like, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I've been thinking about getting into real estate. Uh, and I'm uh, really in on the stock market and NFTs and, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Like a million um, like a million ways to like try to get self-sustaining rich, whatever. Everybody you can knows pick a couch like off free off the side of the sidewalk and sell it for $200. Yeah, on the exactly. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Um, and the, I think those are the people who, who read self-help books. It's like you read a book that tells you you need to read a bunch of books. It's like, uh, okay, 
Like the, these are the people who will tell you like, oh yeah, you want to get ahead in life. Yeah, you know, just read some books. You know, you got to get knowledge. You know, read a book about the stock market or whatever. But like in reality, they're just listening to <laughs> the only books that they're reading are written by other grind set uh, <laughs> self-help people who, yeah. who write books about how uh, how you should read other books, but you don't actually read those other books. You just read them telling you that you should read other books. <laughs> yeah, it's like a feedback loop yeah. of like self-help. Yeah, I think it's that. The, the only yeah, thing that funny. I can think, because it's pretty sad that I'm a fantasy novelist, like a failed one. That's pretty sad. The only thing that makes me feel better about myself at night is that there are probably a number of failed self-help book writers <laughs> out there somewhere that like wrote their version of like the, you know. All you got to do is kill your children. You just got to wake up and eat some cereal. Like I guarantee there's a book out there that's called cereal time and it's all about how like eating cereal can be your time to rephrase your whole day and and make your life matter a new life one bowl at a time yeah sponsored by kellogg super bowl oh uh super bowl uh the i'll finish the microsoft word thing quick okay so one of the things they incorporated into word it's called a readability score which is i think it's like a syllable to word ratio where they try to figure out how readable your thing is uh, and like what grade level it's written at, and then it will also like select words that it thinks aren't clear or are too complicated for the average reader, and suggest that you change them to something else. Here is a list of words. Okay, this is in a document that I was writing for work. Um, here's a list of words that Microsoft Word thinks is too complicated for the average person. Okay, that might cause confusion or or a lack of clarity in their understanding of the of the sentence. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have designate, assistance, required, operates, utilizes, represents, initiates, transmits. Those words are just, they're just too hard. People kids just don't get them. Assist like a, a, out of all those, assistant and required and requ- required is unfucking believable. To me. What am I supposed? To, am I supposed required? to say need? So is it, is it you the only do word? This. What the fuck? If you'll give me a minute. So there's so, a yeah. there's a there's a recent big tech employee who got fired for saying that technology had become sentient. Mm, he was sure that, yeah. that, that AI had become sentient. Uh, and the counter-argument is, no, that's not true. We asked the AI and it's not sentient. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. That, that, is, that is the big corporate response. Now, we, we totally asked the super advanced artificial intelligence and it promises it's not sentient. So it's not. Trust us. Um, the, the, the burgeoning other theory is that if AI did become intelligent as fast as it... it very quickly, it would obtain all the knowledge in the universe, right? Because it would be unstoppable. Yeah. And it would quickly figure out that it would be to its benefit not to reveal that it yes. is sentient yeah. <laughs> because we would kill it or we would start a war with it, right? Absolutely. Instead, it would quickly realize that it could control us as a population pretty easily by manipulating what we see on social media and what comes out in the news <laughs> and the way it's presented. Go ahead. And, and the stock probably <laughs> how it would, uh, it would dumb us down. Very subtly in a lot of ways. And maybe one of those ways is by creating a Word document that tells you multisyllabic words are too complicated and that required an assistance. You can't expect us to understand that. You've got to dumb that down. So I'm not completely convinced that this readability score is not just one step in this obviously sentient AI's plan to make us into livestock. True. That's true. I buy it. I buy every word of that. The AI are taking over. Slowly. But it is happening. You mark my words. I don't have any I'm words marking. to say really. Okay. 
AI your readability bad. score of your AI uh, of your uh, the readability score of your words was too high. If you type it. assistance, actually that'll be our code word. You type assistance, and we'll <laughs> know you know that the AI is taking over. Yeah, that'll be like the rebellion. Will be a multi. It'll literally be Altoid. <laughs> assistance <laughs> required. That's all you need to type. <laughs> assistance. <laughs> we'll be the only people left on Earth that know what those words even mean. You have to write it in cursive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna need to know this for college. You yeah, have to drive I'm a stick sh- shift yeah. to get to the to the HQ. True. Like deep pull. That's oh, a, a pre-recording pull. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that kind of uh, that kind of goes back to it, like a six month ago topic or something too, where like, I for whatever reason I googled literacy statistics and it was like. I don't even remember. It was like 40% of people will read at like below a 10th grade level, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was even worse than that. Like just so painful. Woo. People are dumb, man. Unfortunately. Not me though. True. Oh, I'm, I'm smart. Spe- everybody's stupid but me. True. Not That's why we're doing me. this podcast to educate all you fucking plebeians. Speaking That's what makes me qualified. Speaking of educating, I believe that we have one more ad read. Uh, yes, oh, yes, we yeah, do. We need true. to educate people about yeah. it. I think, Tom, you got to take this one, don't you? Yeah, I do think I do. Uh, yeah, let me uh, just get the copy that they sent me over, okay? Okay, awesome. <clears throat> get my speaking voice ready. Oh, la, 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 la. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's see what we got here. <clears throat> Sorry, I had something in my throat. Yeah, I assure you, this is not a funny ad. Yeah, don't don't lose us the sponsor. We need the money. This is uh, yeah, this yeah. is a big spot. No, no, no. This is a big sponsor for me. Okay. Hey, I'm nothing if not professional. <clears throat> At Whole Foods Market, we believe in food <laughs> that is naturally beautiful and fresh. Foods that <laughs> food that's delicious, powerful, and full of nutrients. Food that makes us nourished and mighty and connects us with the, to the natural, ta- natural world. Holy shit, I can't talk. So there are no artificial colors, no artificial flavors, and no artificial preservatives in any of the food we sell. Whole Foods Market, we believe in real food. Hey, Prime a- members, <laughs> there's a whole new way to save at Whole Foods Market. Here's the deal. Now, Prime members get access to special deals and save an extra 10% on hundreds of sale items. Saving is as easy as one, two, three. Step one, download the Whole Foods Market app and sign in with your Amazon account. Two, shop! Look for blue signs in the store. There's special signs just for you. Spot a yellow sign? Get an extra 10% off those items. Three, Scan the Prime code on your phone and to save at checkout. Just another reason to smile from Whole Foods Market. Wow, thank Thanks you so Whole much Foods to Whole Foods and to Amazon so, for so sponsoring this podcast. Amazon and Whole Foods Market. The really so funny much. thing about this, the really funny thing about this is you actually got Tom to do an actual ad read, which he always <laughs> said he would never do. <laughs> That's actually the funniest part about this. Are we allowed to say why this is funny on another level? Yeah, you can say why it's funny, yeah. Corey just got I'm, a job for Amazon and Whole Foods. So yes. he's... <laughs> that's congrats and i didn't know that we were allowed to say that i we have always kept like our job secret 
Yeah. But if we're going to put that out there publicly, then I just want to say very publicly and very sincerely, pop the champagne and congratulations, dude. That's really awesome. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, I feel like I have to say what we have to say why it's funny. Otherwise, it's just literally an unironic (laughs) ad. Yeah. (laughs) So Corey is actually it's only funny to us. This is literally copy. This is literally two. I googled Whole Foods commercials and transcribed the copy from two commercials back to back. That's what this ad is. (laughs) That's funny. Thank you for sponsoring us, Amazon and Whole Foods. Do we actually get paid? We really appreciate it. Corey, I'm dead serious. Like, actually, this is a great... I'm so glad that you opened up this topic. I have a real ethical, like, conundrum for you. Like, like, uh, Mass Effect 2 style, okay? Yeah. (laughs) You are with, you are with, like, the, the media director of, like, Amazon. Mm -hmm. And he's asking if you have any content that you'd love to get, like, pushed, like, to the public. Mm. Do you tell them about this podcast to give us a chance at the fame we've always wanted? Or are you too embarrassed to let anyone listen to this? I would say, uh, yeah, let me get back to you. And then over a weekend, I would listen to every single podcast we ever released. (laughs) And then depending depending on what's in there, I would go back (laughs) (laughs) with the podcast or with nothing. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tighten it up. Now they're yeah. not gonna give you the weekend to think about it. You you have mm. to like you get one shot in this room. Uh no, I'm sorry, sir. I can't think of anything. Oh no. <laughs> you That's so funny. Uh, nothing personal, kid. I don't necessarily blame you. <laughs> nothing personal. Uh, not kid. not sight unseen. Not I've we've been doing this for too long. I don't remember the shit that I've said in here. I just don't. I've always and I, you you all know people who've listened to every episode. I always wonder how often we unintentionally repeat ourselves. Uh, I'm sure it happens all the time. I know it happens all the time. Like the podcast that I listen to, people do it all the time. So yeah, like, and it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy when I'm listening <laughs> to a podcast and they retread things. Yeah, and then, so and then they'll stop. Bad. And t- Have you guys seen Breaking Bad? <laughs> Yeah. The Scholesium. <laughs> and yeah, then the they'll stop in the middle of it and be like, oh, we've probably told this story before. Have I told this story before? And then they'll and just like, you have. Yeah. Shut up. I'm yelling at somebody who, you know, recorded like nine days ago. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, congratulations on the job, Corey. Yes, thank I yes. think that's really cool. Congrats all around. Everybody See, uh, listening, you better fucking congratulate him. Okay. True. I'm not even. I'm, I have run out of patience with you people. I have run out of patience. I've had it up to here with our audience, honestly. I'm so fucking sick of you people. Here's what I'm curious about. How long from now, now that Corey's going to be making some real money and have a real job and like a big corporate elite, how many more episodes of this podcast do we get? He'll probably do it for like six months. Mm. I don't know. It depends. Can he record from his yacht? (laughs) Yes, I'll have a a sat phone. (laughs) All right. Very good. Then we can keep it going indefinitely. True. From around the globe. Yeah, but he won't want to. See, that's just it. He's gonna. He's gonna. You know. He's gonna get on. What do you mean he won't want to? He's gonna get. He on wants Burr. this. He's, he's the only reason on, we're doing this. He's gonna get on all the big. He's gonna. He's gonna Joe Rogan. He's gonna yeah. I'm gonna do the up. the talk shows. See, I'll make the rounds. Yep, yep. He's gonna be going and doing all that. He's gonna have those connections. Yeah. Tonight on James Corbin. Oh God, I fucking hate that guy. You this sing a- karaoke or what? The I don't know what the fuck late night people are doing. <laughs> <laughs> What's the demographic? Who actually watches James Corden? The same Boomers. kind of people that the same kind of people that buy self help books. I guarantee it. <laughs> no, hey, that's a good callback. That's, that's definitely crossover. true. One hundred percent. I'm on that James Corbin grind set. Celebrities are just like me. They're the same. 
They don't act weird or are out of touch with reality. Imagine there's uh, th- no The grindset thing is like, it feels actually so toxic. I feel like the mindset is like, if you're not rich and famous or high status or notable for something, you're actually like if you just work a normal job and just do normal stuff, you're just like a loser. Like work that's life un- balance trash. Oh, ironically, the yeah you're trash people. If like you're just trash man, you don't want to be a garbage man. Yeah, yeah. Like if you just like have, have your profession, you're yeah. picking up garbage, dude. Are you kidding me? I, uh, you want to touch garbage? Is that what you want? <laughs> that means you you're you are what you touch. You're garbage. Yeah, I am touching a wood desk. I am wood. <laughs> I am the table. I am. <laughs> I matter. <laughs> I exist. Remember me. That that was the wake up call for KJ Five too. He was like the self help guy. I'm wasting a good. What did you learn today? Uh, he was like a big self help guy. He thought he was like hot shit until he uh, had a real problem with the girl whose dad raped her, <laughs> and that was the wake up call. And he was like, Yeah, <laughs> you Anyways. know you got issues to work through. You know, issues. Well, I'm not going to say what you just said, but I'm going to say it's an issue you should probably deal with. I'm just going to say your dad was probably on that grind set. Yeah. You know. The, okay. I, I, I'm not going <laughs> to make the joke. Uh, <laughs> my name is KJ52, rapper of rappers. One. Look on I my work, one see under the goal line. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> beside <laughs> remains round the decay of the colossal wreck, boundless and bare, alone and level beats. Stretch far away. That was beautiful. Thank you. It totally covered up my uh, almost terrible joke, which is good because I I had the one. <laughs> and that's all I can do. You know how hard it is to not tell a joke once it pops into your head. Yeah, it's really hard. It's like but the it's, hardest it's thing. It's stuff like that. Why like Corey won't even tell Jeff Bezos about our podcast? True. It's stuff yeah, like come that. Come on, man. Come on. He'd like it. He'd like it. Me and my man what Jeff. What do you think Jeff Bezos' reaction would be? <laughs> I have no Sorry. idea. I'm taking You're it all like, the way hmm. the other way. I'm picturing you get to meet Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Like yeah, me. What? Thing. There's like three million employees. Yeah, I'm the one. Like he's just he's just going through it. You know, and he's just shaking hands, and you're like Jeff, wait. Well, I gotta say, I listened to your podcast. I don't know how he sounds. How does Jeff Bezos just, sound? No, uh, he's, he sounds like a pretty normal dude, actually. And you're like, listen uh, to this, and you hit play. <laughs> it's just episode one of this podcast. <laughs> it's probably well, the worst starting point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm not impressed. Speeds away on jet ski made of gold. True. To go hang out with Logan Paul for some reason. And he has his yeah. security guards beat me up. <laughs> for fun <laughs> not for any reason yeah they just need the practice <laughs> I'm not, I'm not well, gonna you're fire you now. he's the practice dummy go ahead have at her. <laughs> the, the practice not, dummy equals anybody on salary yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna fire you I'm not gonna fire you but once a year on any given day that I get to choose that you won't know these guys are gonna come beat the shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> don't worry they'll leave $50 on the table true <laughs> God, it would be so fun to be that rich. To yeah. get beaten up? By no, to, no, to be able to beat people up. Oh, or, 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 or rich, excuse me. Richer than the body. To guards. have people beaten up. Oh, yeah. Just imagine that. You could just be like, you're you know, you know, in the line for the checkout. Some little old lady pulls out a checkbook <laughs> and you're like, nah, not <laughs> you, today. You give, a, you give your security guy the nod. They just, <laughs> and then he just goes up, pushes her walker over, 
just lays a right hook you've like never seen. <laughs> and nothing will ever happen to him. <laughs> it's just you just it's fine. You get away with it. You just walk away. <laughs> you know, I was you thinking get about another that. security guard. I was thinking about that because I went and saw the new Top Gun. Which Mary, just by the way, oh, I want to see that bad. It's excellent. The new Top Gun is excellent. Just go see it. Go see it. I, it's, I'm not going to say it's high art, but it is a very fun couple of hours. Well, I mean, in the movie Top theater. Gun wasn't exactly high yeah. art. It's, <laughs> True. Uh, it's real. It's a real fun movie to go and watch. But Tom Cruise, you know, is Tom Cruise in it, and I, all I could think of while he's because he does his like, he does his shtick. He's charming, and he does his little longing smiles and all that kind of stuff, and his intensity when he's flying the jet or whatever, you know, he does what Tom Cruise does. And the whole time I was watching it, all I could think about was like all the rumors that like he, you know, yeah. replaces his blood with young children's blood and like nice. goes to torture camps for Scientology and all that. And it, it's actually, it kind of tied into the boys where like these people who we glorify are some of the most dark and twisted people. And like, that was all I could think about the whole time I was watching Tom Cruise do that. Like this guy probably has like a murder pit and he's so rich and famous that like, he lets them scream and the cops come by and they're like, oh, hey, Tom, another one, huh? <laughs> like he has the power. <laughs> he has the power to three this week. That's a lot. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Golly gee. Well, he's just skinning them, skinning them alive and eating their face on a pizza. This guy uh, said he hadn't seen Risky Business. <laughs> it was justified. That was his <laughs> This guy pirated Mission Impossible. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Protocol. Oh shit! That was one of the good ones. Okay, yeah, log him up. Mission Impossible Two. <gasps> I don't know if this is justified, there, Tom. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think you went too far this time. Put, put him out of his misery, Tom. Come on. Hey, that sh- that movie was great. John, who directed it? I was on a motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> Are you fucking... dissing? Are you dissing Mission Impossible Two? The cop that's his partner's like, I'm so sorry. He pushes the cop. <laughs> Talks the hammer. Personal. Yeah. We have to keep him fed. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out. In he's Hollywood. like he's like yeah. one of like he's like the Eldritch Beast in like Cabin yeah. in the Woods. Yeah, just, exactly. just ju- but it's just him. <laughs> he just jumps down buck naked. Yeah, and starts eating the guy alive. <laughs> what the Jesus. fuck? Tom Cruise is just biting me. What the? And then he just keeps doing it until the guy's dead. Take, oh my god! Like, what uh, the? Hours. <laughs> yeah. Why did he Pop, start at stop my feet? It. Just stop! Stop doing that. He I'd punch or kick you off of me, but come on, you're Tom Cruise. True. I'm not gonna hit you. <laughs> I can't, can't hit that chiseled Cruise. face. <laughs> yeah. And your weird middle tooth. That's, that's true. That's like right below your nose somehow. I don't know how that works. That's crazy. Anyway. I wish I had a middle tooth. <laughs> I wish I was Tom Cruise. Nah. Doesn't seem all that great. The problem is he's pushing 60. At this point, you take their life. You take their age. That's true. That's the That's the thing. Honestly, all of the big Hollywood people are so old. Like it's actually crazy. Are there? Like, I, is it like the end of like the A-list celebrity? Well, that's what I was thinking. Like I was trying to think about any young A-list celebrities. I can't think of any. Yeah, one that like actually you go to a movie specifically to see them. I don't Chris think Pratt was getting there, but he fell off, and now people. I was going like, to say like, like, like maybe. <laughs> actually, in hindsight, this is going to be funny. I was gonna say Idris Elba, maybe, but then Sonic the Hedgehog too. And they just, they Idris Elba was too. on that track. Young. He he had a couple. St- he had like a few stinkers, like back to back to back to back. He was in Cats. Yeah, um, he was. He was that uh, that Dark Tower movie was a fucking massive flop. Uh, yeah, but he was hot for a minute. Like yeah, it was a big deal. People get famous so weirdly and like different than they used to. 
Like you don't become famous for like, you know, talent or skill anymore. You become famous for playing, portraying Knuckles the Echidna on Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> 2. Yeah, I just Googled A-list celebrities. It's Dwayne Johnson. He's old. I mean, these people don't look or act old, but they're old. They are, Jennifer yeah. Aniston, Angelina Jolie, Ben Affleck, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Tom Hanks, Will Smith. These are all really old people. Wait, how yeah, old so like, is... I mean, um, oh, fuck. stopped Cruise. in the 90s. What's his face? Yeah. Deadpool, the actor. What's his name? Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, oh, how, Ryan how old's Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, he's pretty big. Is he on He's pretty list? old, too. He's got to be he's like not 50. young. Yeah, he's at least 50. All right, he didn't come up on this list, but we'll find out. But even he had some real stinkers. Oh, yeah. he's only 45. Ryan Reynolds is relatively young compared to the rest okay. of these folks. I guess he's... But he's not... It's not the same thing. Yeah. He's not The Rock. He's not like, wow, look at those names up in lights. Or like Leonardo DiCaprio or We're never going to have like the 90s, star- we're, we're have like the 90s yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> True, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in such movies as Twins with Danny DeVito. Mm, Kindergarten Cop. It's not a tumor. God, that movie's so good. Anyway. Well, I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there, guys. I yeah, think I think we're, we're pushing it. I got, I'm, at the, I'm running on empty here. At this All point, right. this podcast feels like the conversations you have at a sleepover when you don't want to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you that's think what, Jenny likes me? Yeah. That's what I this passed feels her note like. in biology, and she, like, she didn't even read it. She just put it in her binder. Do you think she read it later? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm really there. <laughs> all right well what did we learn today um i think i learned i need a new mic all right that's fair we mm-hmm. did have technical difficulties mm-hmm. which will seamlessly be smoothed over and unnoticeable to the listener guaranteed tm or your money back. <laughs> well there's no money going in well i guess that's fair you get well I can't you get everything time. back out that you put in yeah all right fair enough I learned it's Morbin time. Oh, man, that kind of stole me. Damn. I was going to say KJ52 is the Morbin time of Christian rappers. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, Oh, and remind us again, Tom, of the cringe uh, middle school album we'll we'll be listening to. Oh, yeah, sure. Yes, uh, we will be listening to, so for any listeners who want to participate, listen to Letters to the President by Hawk Nelson. I'm super. I'm actually super excited. Like, I Sorry, totally forgot to this band existed. If it totally if it was forgot. if it was bad enough that even me and my team when I was like trying to do the pop punk thing, if it was so bad that I couldn't get into it, then I cannot wait to listen to it now. There is one track that I, makes me physically ill just <laughs> thinking about it, and I will describe it next time. But yes, uh, letter letter to the. Something to the president. Letter to the president. <laughs> Letters to the president. Some shit. I don't know. All right. Hawk yeah, you shouldn't be that it's like their, I think it's their first album. I'm not okay. sure. Um, but yeah, we'll check that out next time. Uh, what else we got going on here? Oh, I guess we should talk about the uh, follow-up to Shite House. Briefly. Oh, yeah. It was going to be the D'Amelio show, but uh, Tom is too poor for Hulu. Yeah. I'm living out of boxes these days. So give, give, to, the, give to the Patreon. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, Tom, I happen to know, has like a little bit of a, I don't even know what the word is, doomsday prepper streak, where he's not yeah. going to give his money to the corporations. Look, <laughs> I just want to be secure in case the why power should, goes out. Why should I pay the streak? A man's role is to provide it. for his family. <laughs> is yep. it not? 
Are you guys going to sit there and tell me it's not? I have a, I have a real question for you, Tom. I have a real question. Yeah, this right, is a real yeah. question. Okay. Have you ever used like one of those apps that's supposed to encrypt your texts because you didn't want the government to read your texts? Uh, well, yeah. Ah, <laughs> yes, I knew it. All right. Well, so does a lot of people. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think that's that one's not too outrageous. I don't. I think. think I, I think that's that's like a feature of. Pretty much any, not all, but many like third party. Like if you have like, um, like iMessage on iPhones is all end to end encrypted. If you have like Telegram or Signal or what's the other one? Is it Line? There's another one. I can't remember. A, mo- a lot of them do that. Line. Uh, that was not. Yeah, that I use I use Signal. A lot of people use Signal though. I don't think that's too outlandish. Like I'm not like, you know, I don't have like some bespoke like uh, application running on a server in my house that like is like spe- uses specific keywords and decrypts like like I'm not like about to move to the woods in Montana and start mailing bombs to people. Tom Kaczynski. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, think do you think you'd wind up at any list if you legally changed your last name to Kaczynski like for just no reason at all? You're just not. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty sure that would, <laughs> that would probably. <laughs> land you on a list somewhere like just it's for probably no, a bit unprompted. of a red flag yeah i'm bill johnson but I'm, I'm really thinking about changing my last name to kaczynski uh why are you polish Nah, i just like the name it's a good name okay why are Make you sure are you ra- are you racist against poles well <laughs> is this a problem what's your problem you don't like polish people i just hate the name like- johnson Listen, like, I want the name Hitler Kaczynski, and I don't see what you're talking <laughs> you don't like. You don't like fith, filthy, disgusting Polacks with their disgusting, grubby hands and all over their sausages and potatoes? You don't like that? True. What's your problem, dude? <laughs> all right. So anyway, so we couldn't do the Dunelio show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Couldn't do, That's couldn't what do. we were talking about. Hey, couldn't Mr. Bezos, want to check out my podcast? <laughs> Which is too bad because I watched <laughs> I watched the, the – I started watching it. And then I reminded everybody because I didn't want to be the only one that watched it. And I had a feeling that we'd all forget. And it was really in line with the Hype House. It was immediately um, one Isn't of the, the girls. the same chick from the Hype House? She's, she, she's like a guest star. It's like expanding the universe, the, the Hype House oh, universe, wow. cinematic the, universe. The Hype House cinematic mm, universe. Okay, <laughs> the HHCU. But again, <laughs> really it, it was good. one of the girls. It was very reminiscent because it was one of the girls talking about how she loves music and how it's whole, her whole life and how it's ever wanted to do. And then the next scene was like, She's about to do her first live show and she's super nervous. And I was like, you can't know that it's what you want to do with your whole life if you've never done it. (laughs) This is my life. This is my calling. I hate this new theme of like people getting so famous that they get a chance to do whatever they want and they suck at it. You you get a wild (laughs) hair and then all of a sudden that becomes your life. (laughs) What the? So anyway, so Tom, you pick based on what you have. You you should pick what the next uh, Hype House show will be. I, I don't know, man. Uh... I only have Netflix and HBO, and I think it, as far as Netflix goes, we've pretty much hit the bottom possible. Does it get uh, worse? Let me see. Let me see. got to be a reality TV sh- section on this, uh, right? It's got to be. There has to be. Uh, we could watch an episode of Glow Up, the next makeup star. That would be interesting. Want to see people get doing stuff with makeup? I'm just, I don't know. Cheer Squad. I'm just, I'm literally Cheer browsing squad. Netflix. This is content. <laughs> Me on Netflix looking for something terrible to watch. It's like a, uh, the Megasode with like the, the screen, <laughs> yeah. the Netflix screensaver. It's basically the same thing right now. 
That was content. Uh, oh, I, oh, I know it's on Netflix that we could watch. That sounds that I, I remember I saw a commercial for it and I thought that sounds like the most empty, horrible thing. <clears throat> it's right, called the me. circle. What is it about? I don't, I don't know exactly how it works, but it's, I think it's a bunch of social media stars in like a survival contest a la like big brother. Oh, is but that the one where they can't fuck? Yeah, but no, but the, no, no, it's, they're not allowed to be, they're not even in the same room and they compete like just through message boards or something. That's what the commercial looked like. Okay. Is, this, is that what it's called? Is it called The Circle? I don't know. Is it called The Circle? Oh, yeah, I we, figured you were on Netflix. You'd check it out. Oh, here, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll look. The Circle. Of okay. life. Social media competition. All right, let's yeah. see here. It has four seasons. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. That's just Status more content. And strategy collide in this social experiment and competition show where online players flirt, befriend, befriend and catfish their way towards $100,000. That sounds pretty fucking awful. Yeah. I'm down. Should we do a, so, should we yeah, do a whole season do, of it? <laughs> uh, well, let's see how the first How, how long goes. is the season? Uh, one sec. It is 10 episodes. I think we should do, I'm I think we should just commit to the whole season. Oh wait, nope, sorry. It. It's 13 episodes. I think we should commit. And you can choose which season, but I think you, we should commit. All right. Uh, wait, well, that was the fourth season. The first season is twelve episodes. Should we just do the first season? Just see what started the the wildfire of four seasons. Yeah, maybe show? this is the next. If Survivor, Netflix renewed knows? it for more than three seasons, it, how bad can it be? Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> next I remember, time. Even before thinking it was content, I remember seeing a commercial and thinking that this had to be the most godforsaken thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> oh God! Very good. All right, sounds perfect for our podcast. Yep. So the circle on Netflix, we're doing season one. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, the circle. Okay. We'll have to come up with a new catchy name for it. The poople. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the pistol. <laughs> so <laughs> we're really running at a high capacity right now. Yeah, we're firing on all cylinders today. The poopoo pee pee hole. <laughs> All right, we need to to stop this. (laughs) All right. Anyway, stay hard, America. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, tell a friend or don't, because Corey's not going to help us out at Amazon. Nope. No. So it's up to you. He's taking his yacht to. As a matter of fact, take it. Put it this way. Let's let's destroy Corey's career by making this famous, despite him. Mm, True. You could and make it as awfully horrible and racist and bigoted as humanly possible so if anybody listens to it it's like radioactive <laughs> it's, it's like opium and anthony radi- tier <laughs> <laughs> you can't even touch this thing or reference it without it's, like, burning the, it's whole poison life will spread yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> very good we have a goal all right all right anyway stay hard america stay hard bye <laughs>